The sweltering heat that comes in with the arrival of the dwarven summer brings misery to those more conditioned for a milder climate. As the sun beats onto the marble stone-laden walls of the casual Master Quest Guild, the desire to adventure wanes as the air conditioners of cold magic become stone-shaped into the walls of the glorious hall. Inside, we see our former paladin Tyler, caring for the sanctuary of quests from the safety of his armchair, who is fiddling with the contraption of many buttons and pointing it furiously at the newly installed 70-inch 4K TV. No, we cannot explain why there is a television in a Dungeons & Dragons fantasy setting. You're just going to have to work with us. As our paladin searches with passionate vigor, it becomes clearer as time goes on that fortune is not in his favor before he gives a hearty shout to the hall. Nick, Nick, you, you know magic, get over here. From the willow twine double doors comes Nick, the city's favorite elven bard, leaving his room for the first time in days. In the background, you see a mysterious artifact not unlike a TV. A computer with images of three-dimensional objects being manipulated into different animations. Don't ask about this detail, either. Ugh, Tyler, you know I'm crunching hard in class right now. Semester ends next week. Just fucking watch Spongebob or something, or Stranger Things. Just fucking pull up Faku. I'm busy. Nick. Look. They're gone. All gone. What? What the hell are you talking about, Tyler? As Nick's eyes rest on the screen, his face begins to contort from annoyance to pure bewilderment. The fact slowly dawning on him. Where, where, where are all the live conference calls? This is this is YouTube, right? This is where we used to record the podcast. They're gone, Nick. They took it away. But, but, but why? I. I understand not updating a platform, but why just take away completely? I don't know. They never bothered explaining. They abandoned us, Nikhil. Those money-grubbing pieces of shit! How dare they not take our gold? I... I... I can't deal with this right now. This, I've, I've got... I've got Bard College classes. This is... This is way too fucked up, Tyler. I... I don't know where we go from here. What else what can else we, do? we do? The main doors swing open in a wide arc as a gust of warm air invades the hall, sunlight flushing the polished oak floors in a golden hue. Footsteps patterned with the utmost confidence follow as the doors close themselves, keeping the cool air from escaping. As Tyler and Nick turn their eyes on the visitor, they find themselves in the presence of Razith, a moon elf blade sailor. Huh? Oh! Oh! Why, hello! He, uh, are you escaping the heat or are looking for a quest, perchance? Both. Where I come from, we do things a little differently. Have you ever heard of. Twitch? Twitch. 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 Uh. Yeah, the. that. that ninja guy does that thing. Tyler, I use that thing. You use that thing. Your wife uses that thing. Stop playing dumb. What's your name, fair traveler? The name is Glenn, or Razith if you prefer. We all use Twitch for our gaming, so why not do the podcast there as well? That's... 
con- conveniently smart? Hmm. Hmm. Which never has failed us. Their guidelines have always served the people well. 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 <laughs> Since you are uh, the host, uh, go ahead and take it away. Oh, I thought you were—I th- thought you were joking. <laughs> oh no! It started off as it. a joke. You could refuse. Oh, I'll let you. Uh, you know, uh, welcome to Casual Master Quest. This is the last episode of the season, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it is. Um, and with that, I'll pass it over to our, our lovely, our lovely host Nick and Tyler. And that was uh, Glenn, our uh, host for all of about 15 seconds. Congratulations. Uh, yes. This is Tyler. This is going to be Casual Master Quest episode number 16, the last in the season three. Today's going to be July 29th, coming out to you nice and hot. But let us not forget the fun party members of this wild adventure. I have Nick over in one corner, and over in the other corner, we have a guest, Glenn Houston, a.k.a. Razeth. How are you doing, buddy? I'm feeling fantastic. Thanks for asking. Now, Glenn, uh, people over, at least in our audience, uh, may have not heard of you unless you're my wife who's a screaming diehard fan of yours Woo-hoo! of course uh what do you do for uh, a living if you don't mind me asking i am a man of many hats uh but currently my primary source of income and time it goes to uh twitch streaming oh twitch huh mm-hmm. uh, that's weird I, I guess we're gonna be talking a little bit about twitch today huh love the chances? <laughs> oh man a lot of people love twitch a lot of people don't love twitch nearly as much I wonder why that is. There's, hmm. a, there's a few discrepancies in the way they've done things, but we'll get to that yeah. later. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a real fun heck of a time. A, a one-shot, if you will. Hopefully right. no one dies in the process. I don't want a total party kill against uh, the evil monster that is Twitch, who we're <laughs> or a total trying party to switch band. to right now. I say, we probably shouldn't uh, taunt them as we're trying to move on to their platform. <laughs> yeah. Glenn, what's your uh, week been like, man? Uh, it's been good. Uh, it's been uh, streaming League with you every once in a while because yes, you it's, have. League is fun with friends, but not by yourself. Uh, and absolutely uh, understood. Yeah, we, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, holy crap. Yeah, it's been a good week. Uh, it's really hot in California right now, so everyone is just kind of freaking out. I know it's not as hot as it is in Europe right now. Uh, but just trying to stay cool, you know, right, currently, so. Okay, so if you're going to make the same argument, it's like, oh my gosh, it's, you know, 15 degrees over here in Michigan, but then somebody in Antarctica is like, hey, it's negative 20, you have no right to feel miserable. It's like, yeah, yeah I feel warmer already. Why are you trying to compare yourself to Europe? <laughs> well, because it's like, it's like 120 degrees there right now. Yeah, uh, like, like the UK is going through a pretty bad heat wave right now. Yeah. That sounds actually fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. I track that statement. Yeah, it, yeah it's my, like my dad and my sister store in the uk right now so it's kind of yeah, yeah their houses are meant to trap heat because it's normally yeah. cold you know so like i feel that because most houses in la don't have central ac you know like we're all just like hoping that we can stay cool with our little window units and i can if i'm lucky i keep it at 80 degrees but that's nothing compared to what they're dealing with so it's warm but i understand perspective <laughs> that's that's modesty in a nutshell right there look at you glenn I try. <laughs> and uh, I, if I'm aware correctly, you are also a podcaster. Yes, yes. I'm a part of a... Uh, I don't know. Can I talk about it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, I'm a part Double of a... Double plug. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh, yeah, so my, my personal account is Razith, as we talked about before. Uh, um, and I am a part of... I'm a founding member of a podcast called Ready to Roll. 
and it's R-O-L-E and the number two, just because we wanted to, you know, make it punny and have different meanings, all that fun jazz. Um, but it is primarily focused on tabletop gaming, uh, whether or not, for the most part, that's 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons, but we're obviously open to you know, doing other things. We've reviewed board games. We've had our own little fireside chats where we talk about different tabletop role-playing game things. Uh, we've got some Warhammer stuff that we're hoping to put up on YouTube eventually. Um, a whole slew of things in the future, but currently mostly podcasts and a live stream as well. So, and we're in season That's two. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Nick and I here as well are also big fans of uh, Dungeons and Dragons, so we him and I uh, have our own campaign. Our campaign. So uh, we, yeah. we like to party and mix it up every now and then. Although uh, Nick is uh, a little newer, so he's been scaring me because playing a bard, you either got, you know, a skill monkey who has, you know, the talking skills and whatnot, and then you got a suck boy. And Nick is in a section of the spectrum that I'm really scared of right now, so I'm really hoping... Where is I have that no idea. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm just having fun with it right now. I've got a whole, uh, at least from what I like, from my set of like spells and shit. Like I've got a, an interesting array of things I can do. I can read minds on one hand, but I can also call down a thunder strike and shatter the earth. What what level are you, and what college are you? Um, I believe we're still level four in the campaign, and I'm college of lore. Oh, lore bards are the best. Lore I bards agree. are awesome. Yeah, and, I mean besides the Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and I know that I've got the Warcaster feat, so... Ooh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. One of the best. Yeah, we had a hell of a discussion over in our little personal chat about uh, opportunity attacks and the limitations of uh, casting multiple spells in your turn. Mm -hmm. And uh, how Warcaster affects that and uh, reactions and all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, had a hell of a conversation. Uh, the reason why I put Suckboy on the Spectrum is because besides the main quest, his main motivation is to uh, try to join a fellow lady bard. Oh, so you want to make a band or you want to, like, be a couple? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> what goes in his head? We'll, we'll find <laughs> out. Like... I, you know, you know, there's a chance that either I want to travel around around with her, form a band, or have her step on my face. I don't know. It could go anywhere. <laughs> It's really a toss-up between the two. Oh, please, Nick. Uh, she would never sit or step in your face. She would happily sit. There it is. I was like, yeah. step, man. Yeah, everybody honestly, has their brutal. own kink, you know? Yeah. I mean, she is a half-elf uh, of drow descent, and she's quite petite, so maybe even she did step on your face. I feel like uh, your face could make some kind of constitution check from being caved in. Sure, yes. Yeah, be all right. See. It would take a lot to uh, crush a human skull. <laughs> and uh, speaking of ready to roll, I actually been listening to your podcast. I think I am up to episode twenty five or twenty six. Right I'm so happy. Is the audio quality better now? Uh, it is uh, starting to improve. It's giving me hope for the future. I did take a quick look at your season two. Beautiful. It gives me so much excitement to catch up to that. Yeah, so I've been... we invested hard in that one. We've got like eight SM or eight SM fifty eights and a Scarlet eighteen i twenty. Oof! Holy shit, you. Giant bomb over here! Watch out! You yeah. got a table. You got it installed into as well. Jeez! Oh my gosh! On? Well, you know, I do have candles that are controlled by a IR wand that I use at my table. So everything in D and D is very, so, very. Involved so what you're telling me. me is you're an actual wizard? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm I'm okay. planning on having everything in my house once I have kids to be IR controlled, and I'm just going to have a wand, because they only program to one remote at a time, but I'm just going to have wands all over the house, and I'm just going to turn lights on and off and, like, do things to my house, and my kids will believe that I am a magician. They will believe that I'm a wizard until they're old enough to be like, Dad, that wand has batteries in it. 
I'm, but, I'm gonna say right now, by H2, you're gonna have a coup that oh. happen immediately <laughs> as they try to take that wand. Yep, yep. Well, they're not gonna know how to use we it. We want it the power for ourselves. Control. <laughs> we want the Elder Wand. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have an Elder Wand that interacts with the park at Universal in my house as well. Because that's what that's I... That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, man. I can just imagine you looking at your son and saying, One can't live while the other survives. <laughs> Harry! <laughs> <laughs> Push my notes up. Well, 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 Mr. <laughs> Potter. Uh, okay. Uh, anything else that's been going on in your week, man? Oh, no, my weeks are pretty boring. Uh, I sit in my house and I stream games. Uh, it's pretty consistent. Yeah, that sounds horrific. It's, oh, gosh. Uh, it's not even that it's... I guess it's not boring. I'm very fortunate to be able to do it and honestly have a, uh, a wife who can actually financially support the house and is okay with me being an artist. You know, like, you know, that, that whole thing. No, right. I totally understand because, uh, unfortunately, when it comes to those kinds of passions, there are often times where it doesn't always come with the funds. Yeah. Oh. And so, go ahead. Uh, that was another cool thing. Like, with all those expenses I talked about with Ready to Roll, we have actually become to a point with our Patreon and Twitch and everything, we are no longer, like, taking money from our members. We're finally, like, starting to save a little bit. And, like, so eventually I might get paid from that, too. Two different Twitch channels, which would be cool. But, yeah, so we've hit hit one of the benchmarks that we're looking for, which right around a year, we've become financially stable enough that we're not having to take money from our members anymore to try and cover, like, Podient and Podbean and Tailwind to schedule posts and all that stuff. So... We're really, really happy about that, and I'm showing showing marketable growth is important, you know? Nice. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's fucking great. Yeah, cool. Nick. Anyway, I Hi. just was really excited about that. <laughs> Nick, I know that you've been having, I would like to say, a moderately busy week. He, yeah, um, it's been it's been a, um, a hand in hand, like an equal share of stressing out about school and also grinding Destiny. Um, like the amount of schoolwork I've had to do um, over the Both last equally week. important, I might add. It's not the, the games are not as important as my schoolwork. But then I've uh, like the stress has culminated to the point where I'll do just enough for the day. I'm like I can't I can't do this anymore, and then I'll just sit and just fucking play Destiny, and then I'll barely get any sleep. And it's going to be like this for the until the end of the week. Uh, so not so bad, but that's just really what my week's been like. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, school and other fun stuff. And uh, I myself, uh, it, it was a fun, interesting week. I got to uh, travel up north for most of my routes as a truck driver. And uh, I was really hopeful that I would get to finally see my first live elk. Uh, I, I get to see a lot of uh, deer in northern Michigan, but never get to see an elk. Hmm. And uh, there is uh, one particular city in Michigan I pass through on this certain route. It's called Atlanta, and it is known as the elk capital of Michigan. Okay. And uh, there is a roaming herd of, uh, I think it was like either one or 2,000 uh, elk that travel within like 50 miles of that city, where you can see it along the interstate occasionally, and they migrate often along a pattern throughout the season and whatnot. And during this time of year is when they're most prevalent because all the newborns are going along with them and whatnot, so they got to travel slower. And so I was excited. No, mind you, I pass through <laughs> this area at like 11 o'clock at night, so... Yes, I you know I might see in the dark, and they might just look like giant deer, you know, billboards or whatnot. But if I could see one, that would be great because I've seen the stuffed versions, but it's just not as satisfying. Not alive. Not as majestic. I didn't get to majestic. See, see a single fucking one. I was really upset. I know. It's it's what what is driving me crazy is the person that covers that route usually because I'm the relief driver and they're on vacation. He's them all the he time. Like, oh yeah, he's like oh. 
I saw like three of them uh, yesterday. You're you're gonna love them when you see them. And it's like I got my eyes peeled during the section of the route, just like looking around. Like I I, I might as well be like you know eyes dilated. I am just like looking for fur. <laughs> and the only thing I got to see was a skunk, which I ran over. So yeah, nice. that stinks. Good riddance, literally. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah good job, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your tires are real stinky. <laughs> And uh, lately, I've been actually my I have a real big fear of spiders, as uh, some people might know. And uh, being up in northern Michigan, where it's technically forest wilderness, uh, they become more prevalent uh, as time goes on, especially at nighttime. And they've been scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, uh, I I didn't realize it was that bad until you know, you go up there and you realize you're not on top of the food chain sometimes if you're caught unawares. They've been scaring the, the shit out of Amanda too. Yes, yes, they have. <laughs> Did you get to on see stream? that one, Glenn? No, I got off right before you guys talked about it, but I watched the video. <laughs> I can say I have saved the clip of uh, when Amanda had a spider stand on the wall right in the middle of her ring light. And of course, you know, she, she's losing their crap and I'm trying to be the big hero. But the moment it escaped the napkin and ran across my hand, I jumped back so far, screaming all sorts of profanities that both my headset and my glasses flew off. Like, that's how bad I failed my dexterity check. Oh it, it was my goodness. Hilarious and horrific. Oh god. Yeah, I just I just ran one of the the uh one of the modules from Ghosts of Saltmarsh last night and they have to go like recover some stuff from a ship that's gone adrift and it has valuables on it. Little mm. do they know there is a it's the whole ship has become kind of like a temple to Lolf, the spider queen. And oh, so geez. the whole thing Are is just drows or just a shit ton of spiders. Shit ton of spiders. Even oh, if they're not trying to attack them, there's just spiders everywhere. So if you, s oh man, I think that I I want to run that for you sometime. I Nick, uh, sorry, well Nick too. Nick and I, uh, one of his first big bosses he had the fight was a uh, a giant spider as well as a bunch of wolf spiders mm -hmm. in a uh, dark forest, and it was kind of creepy. And uh, actually, I had something similar set up for them, but they bypassed the fight in the, the love campaign. That. So yeah, don't Player you love choice. it when they skip a section? Yeah. But that's okay. I can make that sucker come are back. Are we talking oh, about, I'm like, underneath the tree? Underneath the tree? What tree are we talking about? Oh, no. I'm talking about a uh, fight that could have happened and still can happen within the city, but it hasn't been triggered yet. Okay, now I'm scared. Yeah, you should be scared. Because our no next worries. session's a big fight. Yeah, it is. But, you know, spiders like to hide in uh, dark, uh, you know, crevices and all that stuff, so you should be fine. Okay. You don't fight okay. the boss, they could still come back later, and possibly stronger. <laughs> my first time, Tyler, go easy on me. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> uh, the pillow, I'm going in dry. Uh, anyways, yeah, we had uh, a lot of fun, and uh, fuck spiders in general. Yeah. I had a huge problem with spiders and then flies, I... I talked with Glenn about that. Uh, there was this weird, uh, like, silent hill scene happening in my house where flies were everywhere. Oh, but yeah. Thankfully, yeah, I think was... I've gotten rid of almost all of them. Oh, yeah, so... you mentioned that a couple of weeks ago where they were just sitting on the one side of your house. And then you'd oh, go yeah. out. Those are then, midges. Yeah. Those were a nightmare. But uh, I do not lie when I say this. In the day that I mentioned this with Glenn, I had killed about... 40 to 50 flies by spraying them to death. It was bad. Yeah. It's like disgusting. It's like, why? Where are they coming from? The, the, it's just like they had a VIP party just one day because I know they didn't all just grow and just come, you know, chill. I don't the, know. The I saw a video where these scientists tested how many larvae a fly could place within a matter of seconds. And they I've did seen that video. video too. Yeah, yeah, it's like 40 in like five seconds. They're live larvae. They just place. 
So they were like, don't let flies land on your food. And I was like, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it is. So what, you think one asshole mama fly just came in and just like... Filled up a hot dog or something. Who party? You know? Yeah, exactly. Hey, look, at, la, 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 la. look at this Pregnant. guy. Let's Fuck drink. this guy. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> time to curse him. <laughs> time to curse him. Oh, shit. Oh, Guys, yeah. this is, in fact, a video game podcast. Woohoo, video games! Oh, uh, man. Now, I usually like to save uh, Glenn, uh, or the guest, uh, I like to put him first, but I'm going to give you a chance to warm up, get ready, okay. because Nick is going to have at least 20 minutes prepared for you of all the variety of games that he has ready. And I am more than happy. Now, regrettably, I do not have any alcohol on me, so this is going to be a long 20 minutes. But otherwise, go ahead. Take it away, Nico. Um, I've been playing Destiny 2 at Overwatch. Shocker! I know! Oh my goodness! I, I, those are the only two games I've ever played in the last year we've been doing this. Um, Overwatch has a new, big new update. Actually, that's on the PTR, the public test region, um, where they're enforcing uh, roll lock. Um, oh so, yeah, yeah. So Woo-hoo, now they've enforced heard about that. Uh, uh, two, 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 two attack, two tanks, and two support. Um, and it's been interesting because now they'll uh, adjust your comp rating. You have comp ratings for each of the categories now, so you can go into comp and do your placements for support, tank, and DPS separately, and you'll get a separate SR for that, and they'll match you accordingly, which I think is interesting in the long term. I don't know; it's going to be chaotic in the short term when it actually hits live servers um because you still stand the chance of just getting dog shit dps players which me and my friend have been getting um but of yeah course, been... because you're perfect and they are never exactly no if i die it's bullshit and it's the game uh it's never me i never i could do no wrong um <laughs> I hand should be over the heart and another <laughs> hand on the ace of spades um and then they put out a new tank sigma he's whatever i haven't played too much of him yet i'm Who's just your main if i could ask um when i play support it's uh anna uh, when I play tanks, uh, I prefer off tanks, so Hog, Diva, Zarya. And then okay. if I'm playing, if I ever get the chance to play DPS with my friends, it's either uh, Hanzo or Widow because I'm that guy. Nice. Yeah, it's you, not. You, you answered it before I could say it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have, I have like, I at least have flexibility amongst all like the entire roster, unlike most other one tricks. But um, uh, that's Overwatch, and then Destiny Two. I haven't been playing a lot over the last month and a half, two months. So there's been a lot of quests that I've missed out on. And so over the last week, um, I think I grinded out a majority of the quests. And now I'm in like late, late end game, just trying to get certain achievements and triumphs for... There's You can get a t-shirt for doing the uh, end of year two stuff. Uh, and I've gotten the Ooh, last nice. two t-shirts. And so I'm, I'm trying Wait, to get that. Wait, they send you a physical t-shirt? Yeah, so you... Um, it's called Moments of Triumph. right to buy it. Yeah, um, and I can actually go pull out uh, both of them. Um, you do a certain number of tasks, and they'll give you a discount code that brings the price down on the store from seven thousand seven hundred seventy-seven to like twenty-five bucks. And then you can even get the choice to like get your gamer tag uh, put on it. Oh, that's dope! Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know, bragging rights to do a set of tasks in their games. That yeah. Very interactive on something like and that. There, and there, and it's usually not that difficult for like the end of year stuff. Um, yeah. But then I'm trying to work on some titles because you can do certain achievements in the game to get titles and then you can order a physical badge from the Bungie store if you get the titles and order them before a certain date. I only have the one right now and I'm trying to unlock at least one or two others before I have to order them and that's I think the end of August. Okay. Or it could be the end of July and I'm just wi- and I'm just screwing myself by not getting the chance to order the one title I have so I'd have to double check. Oh no. Um, yeah, say you better hurry up. Company funds, man. Do what you need to. <laughs> but uh yeah, because cuz they're like cool little like little emblems about that big um and then you can just stick them on wherever and I'm like, well, this is something that 
you know, was I was blocked out by RNG and I managed to beat it and get it. And it was the easiest one, but I like it, so I'm gonna get it and buy the pin. Um, but yeah, that's that's really games. Um, once school is done, I have a lot of standing offers for um, um, Stardew Valley with uh, my friends starting a farm with uh, you guys, uh, you, Tyler and Amanda. Um, the dream team, yes. Yeah. Um, people are trying to get me into Warframe. I don't give a fuck about Warframe. Yeah, I really don't. <laughs> um, we, me, me and Tyler have talked extensively about this, but fuck MOBAs. Um, I can't, I can't play them. If you have, if you enjoy them, power to you. I can't Which touch ones are MOBA. MOBAs. Just all the MOBAs, <laughs> just every single one. I can't play any of it. But yeah, no. Yeah, uh, I, I've, I've managed to get Nick to play League of Legends a little bit, and he's like expressed a very minor interest, but uh, he quickly backed out because uh, a, it's a lot to learn, and b, I was making him do uh, a Rams. But at least I tried and, it out. Yeah, you know, a Rams like, is Um. Oh, we did play the Splatoon. Tyler. Yes, we did. Yeah, I forgot Holy about shit. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to partake in the final Splatfest. That was pretty fun, actually. I had, for whatever reason, I don't know why it was different, but I had fun that uh, Oh, that I day. know exactly why it was different. We got to team up without much problems, except we had to do it every single ah, fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because, why. Yeah, because Nintendo's match online system is, is stupid. So, Glenn, have you ever messed with uh, Splatoon before? No. The matchmaking system on it, uh, when it comes to having friends joining you, is very weird. Uh, they usually pit you in a, uh, a group of eight, four versus four. And so, normally, you join a game, it starts, you know, looking for people to play. And during that time frame between that and it being filled up, friends have to join in on that. And so, if you accidentally get shuffled into a group that's 7 out of 8, and you fill it up, your friend's gotta sit out and wait and hopefully uh, get into the next one. And yep. it's stupid as shit. Yeah, yep. that's really goofy that you can't queue up in a group. Yep. And it, it's been a big problem since uh, the first game, but apparently they think this is a great idea. However, during the Splatfest, which is a unique pick one of two choices and you guys fight each other over it challenges, you can group up first beforehand, and then you have randos fill in if you are not a full group. Oh, okay. So, so then they would queue yeah. up as single people. That's yeah. great. How how and normal multiplayer games have worked since the dawn of time. You yep. find some and friends, be, yes. you party up, and you go into a queue. Or you now, run unfortunately, solo, yeah. that was in fact the very last uh, Splatfest, so there's not going to be ever any more of that until they do some big update or some new game. That feels super counterintuitive. It, it does, absolutely. But we also have Nintendo Online being a real shit show of a uh, setting for how things should be handled using a phone app connected to a device which connects to a headset that is all proprietary. Yeah, that just I sounds know like that... Discord with extra steps. Ugh, Discord has a lot of steps. I I do know that one of my friends, some of my friends that have that are big, they are big proponents of the Nintendo gaming setup because they make it difficult to not play with people that aren't in a room with you because they want to keep gaming in like as like a, a IRL, thing you like do in person, with people. Like yeah, like yeah. we all sit here and play this game where we're on a ship that's rocking back and forth, and we have to cook things on overcooked or whatever. You know, and I respect that, but I also feel that the way that the gaming industry is moving, that they're just going to get left by the wayside if they're not careful. Oh yeah, it's been extremely frustrating. I've talked about it before, but there's been multiple uh, first-party games by Nintendo where, you know, me and the friends want to play, but we live far apart, yeah. and they give us reduced uh, online play options. Uh, for example, uh, Super Mario Party. Oh. Uh, me and Brandon really love playing that, but when we play it online together versus local... It only lets us play uh, one of like six or eight uh, mini games that rotates out every a week or two. 
What? It doesn't even let us get to play a board. We have no idea. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well. And, uh, you know, Mario Tennis, it gives us this weird, very limited method and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, uh, Splatoon, uh, the big challenge was uh, Order versus Chaos. <gasps> I like 40k, so I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> And it essentially broke down to uh, one of the, because uh, there's two DJs of sorts that kind of represent the game. They give the announcements every time you start. And people really like the personalities of one of the other, typically. And so instead of Order than Chaos, typically it was like, I support Marina or I support Pearl. You know, these two uh, female DJs. And uh, Nick and I kind of agreed beforehand here. Chaos, baby, because, you know, we, we love to have some chaos. But of course, if you want to play with your friends, they have to be on the same side as you. Okay. And our third person was like, whoops, I picked Order the moment it came out. Oh, well. So we we uh, we all joined Order because we wanted to play together. And we got smashed, as it turns out. People love chaos. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, good old uh, Splatoon. That sounds like a fun game, though. I absolutely love it. Like, when I play it every time, I'm like, why don't I play this more? And then I never play it more. And so uh, <laughs> it's kind of like Christmas. It's like it comes around once a year, but, you know, when it happens, it fucking happens. And I enjoy it. I appreciate it. Yeah, see, the issue for me is I've gotten so used to playing a shooter of any kind on mouse and keyboard. So now when I have to do that on a controller, I'm like, I can't do this. I've forgotten yeah. how to like. I've forgotten how to play a shooter on a controller. I need if I want to play this, I want to win, and if I want to win, I need a mouse and keyboard. So let's make a Zim for the Nintendo Switch. There you go. And it's like I have mention... to use my thumb to look around. I don't use my thumb for anything <laughs> when I'm PC gaming. Not even that. Uh, Splatoon Two primarily uses uh, motion controls. Uh, oh. to aim and whatnot. So you move the controller up and down to try to aim at stuff. No, I turned oh, that of off course. immediately, because that shit's stupid. <laughs> and it's like the move I on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick immediately... Uh, you're like, wow, it, it sucks to be a Navy SEAL. My arms hurt. <laughs> you know, after 20 minutes. And I, I absolutely love it. I use every chance I get for some reason. So Nick and I are like opposite steps when it comes to that. <laughs> Len, have you been playing some Stardew Valley? Yes. <laughs> What? I love Stardew Valley with mods. With mods now? Mods? Yeah. yeah. I only have one that's mod me. on Unlimited ha unlimited Cabin. Oh, if they're going to say Unlimited Cash, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that's, a simple That makes the mod. game pointless. Yeah. No. <laughs> I have a friend who did that, and I was like, how does this make the game fun for you? And he was like, uh, I get to do whatever I want. And I was like, yeah. and I was like so what's the point of playing the game? Day seven. Yeah, that's that. what it is. Apparently, there's a cheat, basically, where you can put, uh, you make your name, the codes for uh, the yes, items. the ID. Yeah, and so basically. I remember you doing a play run with this guy in uh, particular, I'm guessing, because uh, like day two a spring you had like 200,000 gold on you. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, he uh he's actually the uh he's on my ready to roll team and we have very different tastes in gaming. Very Ooh. different tastes. So like oh, even boy. if we like the same game we play it play it in a different way. I like Stardew, he likes Stardew, but he wants to play Stardew and just build everything without a problem. And I'm like, I would like to work to be able to do that. Otherwise, I'm going to play the game for 20 hours and get bored because there's nothing else to do, you know? Sounds like a power gamer, but a what bit. do I know? Yeah, but he also likes teams like Anno 1800 and StarCraft. So he has a side that enjoys the challenge. He just doesn't like the farming challenge. I mean, there's always the other maps like uh, Nick was trying to convince me to play after I finally, you know, completed it. But, uh, no, I... I, I oh, that Four Corners update. Four Corners update. I told myself I'd go back to Stardew Valley if it was for multiplayer only. Mm -hmm. uh, by myself, single player, I'm happy where I'm at. 
Yeah, because we gave you a bone and then you just fucking ran a marathon with it. You did more than <laughs> I've ever done in Stardew Valley. I don't think I've gotten to the end of year two. I don't think I've gotten that golden clock. And I've put like 120 plus hours into this game title. In year two, you had 120 hours already? No, I, I've just started new. Oh, just like, like starting. Yeah, farms. because I'm like, shit, I want to see what this farm looks like. I want to see what this farm looks like. And I just <laughs> never get to the end. And then and then Tyler's just like, all right, these motherfuckers finally made me play Stardew Valley. All right. Sat down, plays the entire fucking thing, gets the end of year four. Well, I'm done. Made a billion dollars. <laughs> it's exactly what happened. I think uh, it was 130 hours when I got the golden clock. Uh, cumulative total of 33 million, I think. 33.1 or something like that. Yeah, I, I did a lot. I made a giant farm of nothing but ancient fruit, made the kegs, made a lot of money, got everything you could possibly think of. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. At yeah. least with this file. You know, I like yeah. the idea of starting new and maybe going a different route because honestly, I, I, like, I don't want to divorce Abigail in my safe file because it, it just doesn't feel right. I don't like the idea of divorcing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> divorce is not exactly the high list of things I enjoy talking about personally. <laughs> but uh, even in a game, I took that I took that vow. Yeah. <laughs> in sickness and in health, this ring of in mine this safe file or in that. Red. And uh so yes, I have I've beaten Sardew Valley in the eyes of, you know, concern date. I, in fact, I went as far as to tweet him on uh Twitter saying, "Hey, thanks." And I hope you have fun doing yep. more stuff. Apparently please. they're about ready to release the uh, console update, the multiplayer update for console, finally. Right, there's and been then, a lot of issues with uh, the, the green yeah, lighting yeah, process. To, with, yeah, getting it ported over. So, but, And then I he mean, said the, once that comes yeah. out, then the Four Corners thing will come out. So he's not letting the Four ah. Corners come out until the console gets multiplayer. So It's kind of like Terraria right now, where their main focus is like updating all the stuff for all the, the consoles, but like, don't you worry, 1.3.6 is coming out soon, you're going to be so happy. But first, we got to do everything first. You know, everything else. And it's like, mother... Just let me play my game. Who cares about the PlayStation 4? No one's going to give me 1.3.6. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is. You Want beat it. the game already. So it's like, <laughs> I, I do like more stuff, though. And uh, so, yeah, uh, we played uh, Stardew Valley. We also mm -hmm. played League of Legends together. Oh, yeah. You made me no. enjoy League of Legends again. What? Me? Yeah, people are rarely able you. to play, and, and every day, at least, like, during the week, you're like, hey, let's get a game in. We just get, at very least, we'll play a game, you know, and usually on stream, and I'm like, cool, it's fun, even if I lose. I don't care about losing, I'm playing with my friend. Like, that should be the point of MOBAs, not getting toxic with randos that you don't know. You play should games be with having your fun with your friends. That's exactly right. You know, I agree with this setting. What the fuck? You know, fun in video games? Who the fuck <laughs> are you guys? I would have would have fun in Sea of Thieves. I think you and I would have fun in Sea of Thieves. I love Sea of Thieves so much! Oh my gosh, why won't they let me download Sea of Thieves? I'm so mad about that. Wait, what? Why, why can't you download Sea of Thieves? I have a lot of issues uh, reinstalling Sea of Thieves. Uh, a lot of issues uh, from the uh, Microsoft Store where it starts to download. You know, it's like a 60 gigabyte file. I'd have 100 gigabytes of space, so it wasn't a space issue. Yeah. It would get up to, like, 100 megabytes, and then it would crap out. Yeah. And then I would have to try restarting it, but then it's like, oh, but you now you got extra files that we downloaded. Now we can't do that. Are we supposed to go? It's kind of corrupted. Are you sure? It's like, after a while, I said, fuck it. I won't go fishing. Fuck you. Oh, no. Rare. It was very upsetting. Because I think I'm almost I... Pirate Legend. Like, I'm, like, 45 in all of the factions, and then I'm, nice, like, nice. 42 in Merchants. Uh, but, nice. like, most of my friends that I play with are already and have been Pirate Legends since, like, eight months after the game came out. So oh, I've still I'm like, been... I'm only in, like, my, my 30s or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm doing... Fishing. 
it's so fun. But I'm doing. But I get. I've gotten to do Athena's quests with them. Yeah, nice. That's the, Athena's quests so that, are insane. Oh, they make you get you level so fast if you're yeah. not already a pirate legend. It's it's on fleek. Is that the way you say it? Sure. It's oh my fire. gosh. Yes. I'm an old man. I can't handle these terms. <laughs> Kappa pogs. Kappa pogs. I'm oh, coining that term. It's going to be a big thing one day. Don't you Someday. Worry. I don't even big know what you're talking here. about. I don't worry. I don't either. <laughs> I, it just sounds it's like fusing two words together, like uh, flat rolling. When you uh, when somebody flat throws through a city. I made that word up. When In flat my head, throws? It, it, when, it, when you flat roll a, uh, a, a given adventure in D&D, in my head, it means that the characters have no interest in the situation and they don't even try to roll to uh, engage with it. It's oh. like flatlining, but they flat roll it. Oh. And it's just a word I completely made up. That's it great. should not make sense. No, it makes total sense. It's hipster shit. It's, it's I'm, rolling I'm, I'm dice really without any enthusiasm. Myself. It's like, meh, I phoned this in. Meh, meh. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah I'll I got to deal with the merchant. Great, meh. Just use my passive. <laughs> <laughs> So, League of Legends, I've been playing your support. You've been yeah. playing ADC. When the game allows it, because sometimes it likes to fuck with us. Put me in though. jungle. Hey, my secondary and is uh, is uh, is top. And we are... Because that's... If you don't already know, friends who are listening, if you're in queue and there's a timer and the timer gets to where the estimated timer is, it will then expand the search past your primary and secondary roles to fill you into a role just to get you into a game. But if you're below that, there's almost no chance it's going to put you in a role that you haven't chosen in primary or secondary. And the other day, me and Tyler were playing. He's like, let's get one game in. And I ended up stuck in jungle. I've never played jungle. And then my team flamed me. I guess they didn't flame me too hard, but they flamed me pretty hard. They're like, you're so bad. I was like, I said I'm not a jungler, and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, so, yeah, the game is fun when it gets you in the right roles. <laughs> yeah, the ADC that I played with was also god-awful. Oh. But, uh, hey, I've been learning how to become a, uh, what did you call it, Nick? A one-trick pony or something like that? A one-trick. Where you start to focus on one particular yeah, just, uh, character? Yeah, one-trick pony. Yeah, we just short form is just one-trick, um, where they, they really have no depth in their... Um, in their cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, being a support character for uh, a Glenn pike here, god, pike god. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just thought of rap. I realize that I like to play characters I like, but I also like murdering. Prominenzo as a support character, I'm not supposed to do that. Nope. I'm not supposed to be the 305 <laughs> and the 003 Ash over there. <laughs> it, it, it gets very frustrating for the ADC. Uh, it's so okay it's if like, it's Ash, though. Ash is utility anyway. All of her ults. All of her crits slow. She's about slowing, not damaging. So anyway, and sorry. So Sounds I like excuses. To- it's totally excuses. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to find a support to where I could fuck stuff up, but, but still, still it's okay that I do that. Yeah. And so the nice thing about Pike is uh, specifically with his ult, anytime I kill somebody with my ult, it gives anybody who assisted me... It gives them a share of the gold. So even if I do kill somebody, they still get their pay, which you know is all that matters in the yeah. end, unless you're trying to go for an S rank or something. But honestly, you know, it, people don't complain. Well, yeah, well, because you can go 16 Glenn. kill Pike as long as there's a decent amount of people there to help you. They're getting gold as if they killed people as well, so they can scale bigger. So that's yeah, that's Pike's awesome for that. I also with uh, Pike in particular. Uh, this character, he is, you know, he was introduced as a support character. I was also interested in, in maybe he's good at mid, maybe he's good at jungle. Mm-hmm. But then I saw an enemy pike uh, jungle and he got, like, destroyed yeah. bad. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I learned that lesson real quick. Yep. 
And uh, any other games you've been playing? Um, uh, I I played a little bit of Hand of Fate too, uh, which is one that mm. you're familiar with, uh, Applehoof from my channel. Yeah, he, uh, he mm. got it for me because it was on sale on Steam, and he was like, "Play this game, it's fun." And I can honestly say uh, that if you're a fan of tabletop, it is the most close game, video game that like relates to that that I've ever played before. Uh, in that, like, uh, as you play this game, it's like he pulls out these cards, and I, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but basically... Um, you put you, cards on the table, and they flip them over. <gasps> yeah, oh no, well, they the flip game. them over. I know, right? They flip it over, they flip over the cards, and you experience. You choose where you want to go, what thing you want to experience next. There's dice games, there's actual combat where you're not just rolling dice to see if you succeed in the arm wrestling tournament. You know, you're actually fighting enemies, but you might do a dice game or a random cho choice of, you know, cards to see what enemies you're going to go against. So it's all very, very D&D-esque in that your choices dictate what happens next. And sometimes that sucks and it's because of what you chose to do. Um, so it's a lot of fun. It's a blast. Also, Pokemon Go. I've been playing it a little bit. I, I missed it. Let's not talk really? about Pokemon Go. Let's talk about Pokemon Go. <laughs> no! <laughs> Team Rocket's back! Team Rocket's back. Uh, yeah, oh, man. They have, you can do um, more than just wear the coats. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Uh, they've been putting out constant, uh, constant stream of updates for Pokemon Go. I've not mentioned any of them because Tyler, I did not want to bring back Pokemon Go minute that went on for twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, I won't talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to Casual Masterclass's return of the Pokemon Go minute. Pokemon Go minute. Where we talk about Pokemon Go. Glenn, tell us about Pokemon Go. Because. Well, I finally got a Meltan because I wasn't one of the people that had a Switch and could just get him for free. Oh, you poor thing. I was get him for free. I had to find an Aerodactyl, and I've caught five, but that last one I had to do one of the missions to get him. Meltan is not a real Pokemon because he didn't come out in an official core game. Isn't the Pokemon company in charge of the content coming out? Kind of like, you know, HBO. He didn't come out in a core RPG game. Meltan doesn't exist in my head. Oh, no, that's fair. I just, I was, I just really wanted him because I wanted no, I my Pokedex. I, no, I, I, <laughs> I am a Pokemon master. I've caught them all. I, I understand. I completely resonate with you, but like, <laughs> see, like I've got my old Game Boy Color with my Pokemon right. Yellow from when I right. was, and I have my old, I have some of my old Pokemon cards. So the only Pokedex I really cared about filling out was that original 151. Gen just one, give yeah. me the, okay. give me Gen one. I'll knock it out. I'll be done with it. Uh, and now I just every once in a while I get on and walk around. It's a good excuse to get outside and stretch right. my legs, all that outside. jazz. Outside? What is that? What is outside? <laughs> I've heard good yeah, things uh, about the question. graphics. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Are, you, are you the kind of person, like, back when the original Pokemon came out, you saw a Togepi and like, that's not a real Pokemon. I couldn't catch that in my Pokedex. And then you, you either, like, retract what you said when Pokemon Gold and Silver came out? No. That's right. You're like two then. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I think uh, uh, my first game in 2003 was the... Um, Hold up for a second. Yeah. What the hell was that? I have no idea. Was ben doesn't know what you're talking about. I have a feeling. <laughs> like, who did that come from? Uh, we have, uh, we just received like crazy audio feed. Uh, you remember, Glenn, when I was telling you like how I kept hearing like uh, weird... Yeah, that. Wait, it's not appearing on anybody's thing. It's not It's Is not this on fucking my YouTube destroying itself? I don't know, because mine's... Yeah, my audacity's not hearing anything either. Okay. So, Glenn, can you hear that? I got nothing. Is this YouTube, like, slowly destroying the thing <laughs> early right now? It's just <laughs> crashing apart. 
Like <laughs> <this beautiful laughs> Look at these poor fools trying to still use the shit. <laughs> but Nick, can you hear that? I heard that, yeah, but it didn't pick up on my audacity, so I don't know. It, like, it's not my mic, at least, thank God. Yeah, uh, sorry, you talked and also I hear... Yeah, no, I heard it too. I was just scared, but I'm like, I've gotten so used to dealing with shit like that that's happened over the last 59 episodes. I'm like, I'll just keep talking. Hope for the best. I'm edit an earthquake noise or something because that that was frightening it's Jeez. it's like an, another world in kingdom hearts turns to darkness area 51 <laughs> just tried to jump into our live stream oh boy <laughs> clap some cheeks That's uh, all I okay metaphorical cheeks um Pokemon Yellow was my first Pokemon game in 03, right? And by then, I think we were already at the cusp of Generation 3. Yeah. Um, and so I like had a late start with the Game Boy Advance, uh, or, or at least with the Game Boy series. And so for me, like, so my issue is that Niantic is in charge of Pokemon Go, and we have the core RPG games, but then they're like, oh, dude, let's just put one of these new Pokemon in a game that's a spin-off, and I don't like that. If it yeah. was in a core RPG game where the Pokedex had officially expanded, but now we've got the whole Dexit situation, so I don't know, but so I'm just I'm just super picky. Yeah. So this is on par with, you know, George R. R. Martin allowing the end of Game of Thrones to be revealed before the books were released. Yeah. That's the kind of anger you're feeling? I think that makes total sense. You are completely justified. If you're a lifelong fan, why wouldn't you be mad that they're just especially letting because some my only qualification is that I have every single Pokemon. Yeah, like I have them all on my Pokemon bank, stored in the cloud. <laughs> Hopefully that they never go away. That's my that's my qualification to having strong opinion. Commercial corporations strikes again. They convince your express OCD need to collect them all. And what better way than to force you to buy? wildly different out of your range expenses such as new consoles or whatnot <laughs> i'm a legend of zelda fan so you know it's like i, I hate well, you're shit. fucked every, yeah, every <laughs> yeah I, haven't oh, owned, I haven't owned a nintendo console since uh my translucent orange nintendo 64 the there, there's a there's a transition happening, but I got caught on a nail so big that it just stopped my entire foot as I was trying to walk forward. You ha you haven't owned a Nintendo console since the 64 plan? Yeah, I had Perfect Dark and uh, Pokemon uh, Stadium and Goldeneye, or not a Goldeneye, Gold yeah, Goldeneye. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it helps, my first console was a Switch, technically. Yeah, that's true. I'm the old. I had to spend months trying to get you on the boat. It took a lot of effort. And um, also, you had a 3DS, okay? I mean, console. We're talking about, like, console. A handheld, handheld is console. different. Handheld. Yeah, because I've still got my Game Boy Color, if you want to count that, as a newer one. Yeah, sure. 64. <laughs> oh, man, we're about to do a But I'm a Switch Sony guy. Game. I've grown up just with Sony consoles. So I, you know, we don't have our original PlayStation, but I have my PS2, my PS3, my PlayStation 4 Pro, and my VR all out there in the living room right now. So Same boat. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, I don't have the PS2 anymore. I uh, end up giving it off to my parents or something like that. Or the apps, I don't remember. But uh, yeah, I actually, I think I gave my old PlayStation 3 to Brandon so he could have a bunch of games to play whenever he wanted because honestly, they were just collecting space at that point. Yeah, I just can't give up my Skyrim file too many hours. Oh, you poor, poor <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm keeping it for the file. But I still, and the funny thing is my PS2 is actually not, the one I have is not the one that I owned as a child. It's uh, my childhood friends. Their parents uh, sold their house, and they were just like, go in there and clean it up, take out whatever you want. We're paying you to help clean it. 
but also if there's anything you want in there, just take it. And so, like, I got SSX Tricky, and, like, I got the, I have two 8 megabyte gig, uh, uh, memory cards, 8 gigabyte memory cards. There you go. So I've got old save files that are from games I played with them, for sure. You know, but like it's not, it wasn't my console, but it still has, you know, love. So, it, so. your childhood friends' parents were like, we're moving, take whatever you want. And you were like, oh, poor you, yoink my PS2 now. Yep. And then you just well, walked the, away. That was like, I pulled it away, honestly, uh, so that I could give it to him because I thought he, I thought that their kids were unaware of the fact that their stuff was just going to go away. And so I took the PS2, the controllers, the memory cards, and the games that I thought were interesting. Because some of the games were just trash old games right. like NCAA 2000. You know, like, not things I'm interested in playing now. But I'll totally yeah, play so Final like Fantasy VII. Or or I'll, fi- yeah. I'll play Final Fantasy VII. I'll play some of these games like Dark Souls. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I uh, I got a hold of him not long after that. And I was like, hey, I've got your guys' PS2. I just wanted to save it so that you guys didn't lose it. Um, and he was like, oh, I didn't know we had that thing anymore. And I was like, no, I got it for you or your brothers. And they're like, no, we don't want it. And I was like, cool. I'll keep yeah, it. Going. Say, <laughs> right, you did your you did your oh, job. No. You're like, I did oh it, no, right? what yeah. am I gonna you do? Did with... your watch? No, you get the tower. <laughs> Darn. Uh, also, random fun. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, this is just another tangent. I can shut up. No, it's no, fine. It's okay. We welcome all tangents. Oh, it's like Tangent City over here. Well, I, one of my big favorite things is just to collect nerdy things that I can display. And so, like, I was at a store and I saw one of those ghosts from Destiny. That's like life size, so it's you know, yay big. So I got it for like eight bucks, but then also I was at Target nice. a while back and they had a life-size Pokeball that was metal and it looked like it held something at some point, um, but there was no price tag, nothing on it. And so I just brought it to the front and I was like, I want this Pokeball, but there's no price. <laughs> and so I, I resigned to myself that it was $5 or less I was going to get it because it was like a full-size Pokeball that I could store stuff in and it looked like a great ball. So that's pretty neat. Um, and he's like, ah, no price tag. Let's just charge him a buck. And I was like, sold so i have like Deal. a pokeball out on my shelf you know it's just like yeah and i just i saw detective the, uh, pikachu amazing the song from uh toy story you got a friend in me <laughs> oh yeah he said that it just reached oh, no, to try and hug him <laughs> you got a friend in me anyway got a friend oh yeah anyways so a c- couple of games i got to play besides the ones we already talked about i did try a little bit of streaming yesterday or uh friday oh for i watched listeners. it a little bit did you uh yes. i loved that game when i first got it <laughs> i now question my judgment it's such a uh, weird game <laughs> it, first off it is a game but that's developed by exceed which uh, Exceed is well known for uh, a lot of questionable games. I believe they're also the uh, front runner for uh, Sinran Kagura, aka the ninjas that constantly lose battles by having their clothes uh, be destroyed. You can see where there are, there's a trend going on here. <laughs> and uh, have you guys ever heard or played a Kiba Strip before? I not watched until I you watched play you play. It. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I do enjoy the uh, the combat because uh, you get a wide variety of everyday items that you get to use uh, to beat the the hell out of people who are supposed to be vampires, and you beat their clothes into submission to where it's uh, weak enough quality that you can just grapple it and then strip them bare, uh, except for their underwear, which you can also strip if you do a combo move. But let's not talk about that. Wait, uh, you can actually make them fully naked? If you uh, rip enough clothing off and they're all missing their clothing, like if you rip off top, uh, middle, bottom off in a combo breaker, you could do like this weird dance pose, like Persona style, snap your finger and their underwear explodes and all you see is like giant beams of light everywhere. 
Oh and you know, they go running off screaming and all that. Or catch fire, depending on the true fan service fashion, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, I can admit, I have, uh, you know, some small perverted tendencies, and so I got a kick out of something like that. But at the same time, I started reading the dialogue on the way things were handled, and I started questioning a lot. Like, it was the, uh, Hi, I am the normal-looking male protagonist hero. I am here to protect you because you are weak, and also you have uh, double X chromosomes, amongst other things. And, you know, it's like, you cannot protect yourself, so I'll be there for you at all times. It's like, oh, great. Cool. <laughs> it, like, uh, it gives you an option of choices and dialogues, and two of them are like, Perversion! Perversion! Slightly less perverted normal phrase saying, you know, uh, saying and it's like, huh, okay. Huh. And it has a pretty great yeah. rating on Steam, too, right? Oh, I wouldn't doubt it for I many reasons. it's like a 9 uh, or higher. It's crazy. I bet the rating is high and the written review is lower. I'm just going to say that for a reason. Like, uh, people are not going to talk about uh, why they enjoy this game. <laughs> and I had fun with it back in the day, and I said to the stream it because I wanted to do, like, a A to Z kind of thing on Steam games. And so Kiba being in a, uh, like, next time I was looking at, like, uh, Botanicula or uh, Bioshock or something like that for another game to try when I stream next, just to see what happens. And I had fun with it. But there was one game that came out, I think, either yesterday or today. Yeah. And uh, I was really excited to play I only got to play about a half hour, 45 minutes, just because uh, I Switch you... died while downloading it. Sorry, before you continue, yeah. Akiba's Trip yeah. is actually getting a fourth game this year. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Just letting you know. It's like Sharknado. Are you Why suggesting are you I should more? actually go down the series? I'm just, I'm just I, letting you know that there's a fourth game coming out sometime this year, or it's already out. I just, you know, <laughs> but otherwise, carry, carry on, Tyler. Floor's yours. I am two times style, the superfluous stripper. <laughs> Destroyer of clothing and other fine delicacies. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yeah, I got a new character sheet to roll up too. Apparently, Can you imagine a grappler fighter whose main goal is to defeat enemies by removing their clothing. Oh god, it just uh, sounds like a ugh. That yep, yep. Ugh. He just sees a troll and he's like, yep, just I as surrender. a DM, <laughs> I, as a DM, I would just be like, what? No, no. <laughs> or I'd let you do it and then get thrown in jail and then be like, cool, make a new character. <laughs> <laughs> that so sounds great. The uh, the chaotic neutral fighter. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna escape. I'll strip myself free of these bars. Why are they so tough? They're not like fabric. Oh, God. But anyways, Fire Emblem. Three houses uh, came out in the past couple of days. And uh, I got to play just a little bit of it. And I'd like to say that it is Fire Emblem as hell. And that is a great thing. It, it's nice being able to play on a TV instead of on a handheld. Or I can do handheld if I want to because, you know, it's the Switch. It does whatever the fuck it wants. Unless, of course, you get the light version, then you're... But anyways, uh, you know, I got to play a little bit. Uh, the system for the battle mechanics are updated a little bit where uh, before, if you wanted to plan things out, you, you know, you didn't want to get somebody attacked by an enemy or whatnot and get them killed. You got to check each of the enemies, see their range and their attack squares and all that stuff. But now... Whenever you move a character into range, it shows an arrow pointing from the enemy saying, Hey, I can reach this character if I want to. Don't play them, you know, put them here unless you're ready for them to be attacked. And, you know, just little stuff like that is fantastic. And it's like, oh, uh, you know, your weapons degrade. You can still use them if they're degraded, but it's going to be at a much reduced damage. Oh, the rangers. The rangers obviously attack at range, but the accuracy actually decreases the further away it is. And just little things like that are updated to the game. It's like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. And you're like, you can do link attacks. You can do extra sp uh, powerful attacks, but destroy your durability a little bit faster. And, you know, I got a kick out of this, you know, noticing these things here and there. But the, my favorite thing so far 
is the voice acting. Oh. The voice acting is top-notch. As somebody who likes to mess around with this voice every now and then, I, you know, I start hearing people that, you know, like, holy shit. Like, the first person I heard, like, well, and not the first person I heard specifically, was a character named Geralt. Uh, it's supposed to be, like, uh, father figure, head of the mercenary that you're part of, and whatnot. And though I immediately hear Jiraiya from Naruto talking oh. to me. And it's like, no shit, David Lodge. And then that's Oh, in great. English. English, yeah? Yes, for the English okay. version. Okay, I was like, because I watched all of Naruto in Japanese. Yeah, I, so. I heard people speaking moon runes, Glenn, and I was like, Ero senye? Nani? Believe it. And uh, I'm immediately approached by other characters I start recognizing left and right. I hear Terra Pratt, or Tara Platt, who's also the voice actor for uh, Tamari in Naruto, as yep. amongst many, many other characters such She's as... also uh, uh, Jinxie Bay, uh, my god, Harley Quinn, right? Uh, that sounds right. I believe yeah. she is also Katarina from League of Legends. Oh, nice. Yeah, and uh, I also know her because uh, of her voice acting as Rain in uh, Tales of Symphonia. Mm. I believe that was her. Is Mercer and, uh, in there? What's that? Is Matt Mercer in there? Uh, Matt Mercer is not in there. Okay. Uh, Wouldn't surprise me if he was. He go. He gets around everywhere. He's with does voice acting, and he's got he a everywhere. luscious voice. He does. It's new. Yeah, I mean, he's the DM god of our dreams. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Like he does what I want to do for a living. Like being a professional voice actor that also happens to play D and D professionally. Like that. Oh, that's the dream. So nice. Right? Oh, so nice. And the funny thing is, I'm like. I'm like degrees of se- like one degree of separation from like being a part of his friend group, like being here in LA. Like I was at Renaissance Fair and I was like, oh my God, it's my buddy. And I like flagged him down and we talked and I was being a goofball trying to get his attention. Little did I know that the people I was being a goofball behind that were kind of giving me looks were Matt and Marisha and Brian Foster and the whole Critical Role crew just chilling while I'm like a dingus trying to get my buddy's attention. Uh, mm. And I was just like, I was like... <laughs> That's the best right. way to make connections, like, by being yourself, right? though. So eventually, right? like, you know, like two years down the line, Matt will just see you just walking down an You're alley. Like, ah, it's dark and rainy. He's like, oh, you're the I, fucking goofball. those hand postures. <laughs> but he, I also used to work at a comic store in Burbank, which is really close to where they do a lot of the recording that he does. And, like, he came in a couple times. And so I've, I've met him a few times. But, like, also, some of my D&D players have worked with other people, including him and Marisha. And, like, but, yeah, anyway. So, voice actors are cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Voice actors are fucking awesome. So I can't wait to play a little bit more of that and uh, report on that. Maybe that's a game I stream to say fuck the whole A through Z thing because only like one person knows. Um, well, now technically much more because you guys know. What uh, would you would you recommend uh, this this game to me? Um, uh, would I recommend Fire Emblem Three Houses to you? No, to me specifically, main, knowing what I play. Uh, the problem is though, I've never really seen you play a turn based RPG game. Pokemon, you've not seen me play it, but Pokemon and Octopath are True, these are right? the most recent ones I can think of. Like, I, I felt like if you told me that you enjoyed like uh, Final Fantasy Chronicles or something like that, I would say absolutely jump on this in a heartbeat or something like that. But it's like I, I feel like uh, yes. You, you you enjoy the the puzzle and the strategy that they uh, they give you. Uh, they do give you. Your, uh, I'm guessing they'll give you your weeaboo waifus that you always see nice. on over. Yeah, <laughs> say do not disapprove. <laughs> uh, and I think this is probably going to be. And I, I say this early, so you know. Uh, I have the right to change my judgment on this. I think this is probably going to be the best uh, Fire Emblem game that's going to be out to date. So, you know, if you want to take a crack at a Fire Emblem game, this is probably going to be the one. 
Uh, you don't have to worry about, you know, oh, I have no idea what's going on. I should have played another game. No, you don't have to worry about that shit. This isn't Fire Emblem Awakening where they do all this weird crossover shit. Right. It's a separate right. game, and I think you're going to enjoy it if you give it a shot. Let me sure. check if there's a demo. Probably not. Anyways, so <laughs> the modular segment that Glenn tried to segue into a little bit I would oh, say yeah. about 30 minutes ago. Uh, he mentioned his, uh, did you say a pumpkin spice Nintendo 64 or something Well, that's like that? what it says right here. The pumpkin spice GameCube. What is that? Ah, uh, yes. You've never heard of the orange GameCube? No. There is, in fact, a pumpkin spice orange GameCube that existed, but we're getting what? a little bit ahead of ourselves here. The modular segment is what limited edition or a region locked console did you have or did you want to have when you were younger? Oh, I definitely yeah. wanted the Pikachu Nintendo 64. I absolutely Oh, yeah, that, did. that blue and yellow Nintendo yeah. 64 with the controller and whatnot. The examples yeah. I threw was uh, the pumpkin spice GameCube, which, uh, uh-huh. you know, most people, when they think of the GameCube, they think of the standard purple, oh, the yeah. black, maybe the silver. But there was a pumpkin spice orange huh. one that existed out there in the wild. Taco- Have you not heard of the Taco Bell Xbox 360? No. Uh, there was a big competition that happened way back <gasps> in the day around like 2006, 2007. Okay. Where you could win a, a Taco Bell themed Xbox 360. Oh, I bet and that sells for money. Oh, yeah. Because the startup theme for that, instead of the, uh, the, the, instead of that for the 360 sound, Is it the it'd Dell? play the chime of the bell. <laughs> and That's so, genius. You, know, you start up and you hear, and people just Aww. lost their shit over it. It was hilarious. Aww. But yeah, was there any uh, something like that that you had that you know and you realized that it was completely special from other consoles? Oh, like when I was a kid? Yeah. Um, uh, I it was the Pikachu sixty four, but there was also a lot of it when I was a kid was just Pokemon stuff because I was a Pokemon nerd. Um, yeah, me but... too. As I point out all the fucking Pikachu's and Raichu's and shit <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, I see all those. That's pretty amazing, dude. I still have my Mew uh promo card from the first movie. Nice. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it bugs me because I and I don't know if it was actually true or not, but I had somebody convince me that it was a sticker and you just needed to peel it apart. Well, here, let me tell you a story that'll make you feel better about that. Please, absolutely do. Okay, so when first edition stuff was out, of course, I had an allowance and I mowed lawns, but my younger brother was too young to do too much of that stuff, but he still had an allowance, but he, after seeing me buy a few of the starter kits that came in themes like the jungle and all that stuff, um, decided that he wanted to get one. So we went to this place in our local mall called Software Etc., where they sold them, the only place in town that they sold them. Mm -hmm. And my brother got a starter pack and two first edition booster packs. And I kid you not, he... Sorry, I paused because I was going to cuss, and I don't know how the, okay that is on the podcast. You can absolutely swear in here. I you don't fucking not. swear over here. It's a fucking Christian <laughs> Minecraft server, all right? We don't <laughs> fucking Keep say- Keep the fuck away from any vulgarity, you little <laughs> shithead. So my there little goes our guest. piece of crap brother. Yeah, I went dirty with that one. <laughs> oh, I felt you that. wash your mouth oh, with I, I felt that. Jeez. <laughs> Man. He got- he got a foil first edition Shadowless Charizard in his first Motherfucker. Now, at the time, I didn't know that Shadowless Charizard was worth so much. Uh, but right. I knew that it was a foil Charizard, and that's a big deal. So even at the time, it was worth like a hundred bucks. Um, mm-hmm. And my parents were like, don't bring it to school with you, because someone's going to want that. And they're just going to take it from you. Because my brother had no will. And he was kind of a little wimpy, goofy, goofy kid. Um, he also, like, was technically legally... He's, he's legally blind because he has no depth. He just has super lazy eye. And he won't wear his glasses. Same story when he was a kid. So, like, he tripped over his own feet all the time. Anyway. Um, he comes back home that next day just bawling. And we're like, what is wrong? And my mom is like, J.D., did you take that card with you? And he goes, yes, and someone stole it. 
And I, for years, was so mad at him for taking that card with him to school, only to find out years later from one of my best friend's younger brothers who was friends with him that he didn't bring it to school and lose it. He traded a first edition foil Shadowless Charizard for a plain-ass Venusaur and then lied about it. You said piece of crap. I think that that needs an evolution. Get oh, out the, the leaf stone. I was... <laughs> Get out the leaf stone. And I only found shit. this out a few months ago. I am 32. That happened when <laughs> I was in fourth grade. I was so mad that I texted him. I was like, you didn't lose that Charizard, you piece of shit. And he was just oh, like... Oh shit, Glenn's evolved. I evolved! <laughs> We don't have enough gym badges to control this. <laughs> Either way, I wanted to make you feel better about losing your Mewtwo, or your Mew, uh, because my brother is a piece of crap that sold a, now, probably over a thousand dollar card for a Venusaur. I believe it's only worth like 150 because really? I should you not. I actually have one that's hanging on the wall up uh, above the door frame. I was going to read the raise the camera to show you, but it's on the actual other side, like up there. Oh. I have like... Uh, I have, you uh, have special the uh, those coins. You have the Game Boy uh, I mean, Pikachu. Pikachu Game yes. Boy. <gasps> I have the Pikachu limited edition Game Boy Color. That's actually a shell you can get on Amazon. You can gut out other Game Boy uh, systems and put it in that. And so I, I got a bunch of color. Oh, wait. You can see it right there. Uh, right oh, I see it. There. I see it. <gasps> There's I the see fucking Charizard. I got it on the fucking wall, and it nice. is glorious. Oh, here comes the wife. Uh, She's the wife who's she got to help. She's pushing out my max skill cape uh, from RuneScape. Yeah. Don't worry. You don't have to pluck it. They can get a generic idea. They can see that it's I know there. what a Charizard looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and He's so, still one of my favorite Pokemon, so. What's that? He's still one of my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, Love uh, that dude. I think it's actually one of Amanda's favorite Pokemon, Charizard. Yeah, he was really, really well characterized in Detective Pikachu IMO. So that is true. I I like the way he was handled, uh, and then he immediately chickened out once uh, Magikarp evolved. Oh so, yeah, Gyarados would wreck a Charizard. Yeah, obviously that, that type matchup is top horrible. five. You've got Water uh, Flying, and then you've got Fire Flying. It would just be oh, an easy, man. like you know, just a sitting duck, a sitting say, Charizard fire duck. Doesn't know Thunder. What the hell is he gonna do? <laughs> Wait, yeah, uh, that's a good question. If you had to make a list of your top five non-legendary Gen ones in no order, that's a good. That's always a good gauge of people. Glenn, I, I don't judge. I don't, you. I don't, are, you, are you getting ready to do a? Glenn, what I don't kind think you Pokemon understand. Are you? I have a Pokemon team on the top of my head for each generation because I don't use legendaries and I need to research shit before I start playing that generation. So I have a oh. team built up to perfectly balance everything. Okay, so, so what's your team? Five or six, are we doing this? Yeah, we, we can do say, six, what's your team? This. Start the Pokemon battle music. Generation one, and I'm only going to stick at generation one because my team consists of Pokemon that had the evolutions in generation four. But I'm gonna still keep the Generation One evolution. So it's we've got a Tangela, uh, hmm. Charizard, Vaporeon, um, Electabuzz, Alakazam, and a Dragonite. Oh, interesting! Yeah. So nice and balanced, just straight throughout. I can take care of just about everything. Yeah, I'm surprised about the Tangela though. That's fun because the Tangrowths have are really tanky, but also have really high attack. But that usually goes against my uh, my mo when it comes to the Pokemon teams, which is 
hit hard and hit fast. I don't give a fuck about HP or defense. I just you want the magic. Sweet. You're red. You're yeah. aggro red. Nice. Yeah. Now, well, when we're picking our teams and whatnot, are we uh, following Generation 1 rule sets when it comes to battles and whatnot? Or are we talking like uh, it's Generation 7 or 8 or 9, wherever the hell we're at, and I... we're just using the original 151 minus the legendaries? For me, honestly, the question is mostly about what your favorites are, not necessarily... Okay. Because yeah. I know, I know that obviously, you know, Nick plays the game a lot, so that's kind of where your mind is at. So you think battle, the competitive and effectiveness. nature, that is yeah. the escape of. For me, it's mindset, it's more yes. of a favorite thing. I know they may not all be the most effective Pokemon, but some of them are. So I list them off the top of my head: Raichu, Gengar, uh, Persian. Oh, Persian. Uh, the nice thing about Persian back in the day is I. Uh, he uh, or she, since there was no gender, had an incredibly high speed, which translated into crit chance. Oh, yeah. And so a person with furry swipes being a normal type stab move that could crit every single time did amazing damage. Like, yeah. uh, it was 15 times 5, so there was a potential for it to crit and do, I think, uh, 150 worth of damage in one turn. Wow. Yeah, that's as strong as the hyper beam, so it's yeah. like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, YouTube's falling apart again. YouTube. Did you not hear that, Glenn? Because that's no. scary as shit. Yeah, I got what nothing. What the fuck is going on? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's see. I named, what, three Pokemon? Raichu, Gengar, Persian. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I probably would have gone for Arcanine as well because I like Flareon, but Flareon Generation 1 moveset was terrible. Uh, Flareon was an attack type, and there was no attack type fire moves. So it's like, and Arcanine can really run at 1,700 miles per hour. Yep. Yeah. It is, in fact, the legendary non-legendary Pokemon. <laughs> Go around the Earth in, like, an hour. Yeah. Just no problem. He's Logic, so right? And if we're talking about favorite Pokemon, mine's the Inf uh, Infernape. Oh, nice! Yeah. I love Infernape so much. Because he's Gen 3, right? Four. four. Gen 4? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everything then, after Gen 2 gets a little murky for me. Mm -hmm. I think everybody that knows me for like more than a week and figure out what my favorite Pokemon is. Uh, it's actually kind of a bit of a tie. Some days I like Raichu, especially the uh, Alolan, Alolan Raichu. Raichu. I love yeah. it mm, so much. But my heart has been always been set in stone for one Pokemon and one Pokemon only, and that is Scizor. Really? Oh, I, I mm -hmm. love Scizor without passion. Like, I have Scyther a is dope, but Scyther is better. Plate that shows Scizor for. Huh, Wait, that's awesome. Oh, I was just saying that Scyther is amazing, but I love the evolution. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Scizor cool. or Mega Scizor? Mm, There's a Mega? Yeah. Yeah, Mega See, Evolutions. That's, introduced in 6. That's part of the reason why I like Pokemon Go, personally, because it introduces me to Pokemon that I was unfamiliar with. Right. I'm getting to learn these things for right. the first time, and that's really neat, uh, especially as an old-timey fan. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's a Gen 1-er, as yep. we call it. <laughs> that's me. You know me, I like my Gen 1s. I don't really feel like all them other floofy Pokemons. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I said, the modular segment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to hear my list real quick? It'll be quick. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, I'm down. I'm always down. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, Gyarados, because I love making Magikarp into something awesome. Uh, Jolteon. For sure. Um, Gengar and Alakazam, because they're dope AF. Um, Arcanine is right up there, too. And then... Um, I, and this is a weird one, I'm a big fan of Lapras. I love I gonna, Lapras. I was a, thinking that too when you were thinking, I was like, man, he uh, he didn't talk about water ice. Yeah, because it might, might. Maybe Dugong or something? Yeah, because, like, like, I think. Tots. Yeah, Cab oh man, those arc, yeah, like any of the, I love, love, love the fossil ones too, because they mm -hmm. came out. Oh man, they're, yeah, the, the fossil-based Pokemon are awesome. Anyway, that's my six. Uh, absolute favorite is Dragonite. If I could have any Pokemon 
other than Evie, because Evie would be the best pet. Absolutely. Did you see the evolution in Detective Pikachu? Dude, dudes, look, this is my phone case. Welcome to Team Evie, Glenn. Rah! Jolteon, Jolteon. Yeah, like, Eevee is the bomb. Um, I love the flexibility of Eevee. You could have a whole team of Eevees and win everything Um, in a world where everything infinitely scales, you know. Tyler, I win Pokemon. today. Just, I just want to let you know that today <laughs> I win. Yeah, 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 you do. But me is uh, pretty good, too. I'm team so. Pikachu over here and all that Pikachu's shit. Pikachu's great. So, you know, I mean, He's there's fantastic. nothing wrong with uh, the, the shit Pikachu, okay, Eevee, but just the fact that you want all different versions. You want the diarrhea Eevee. You want the, uh, the Lincoln Log Eevee. <laughs> Sorry. The Flareon Eevee where you ate too much spicy food. Ugh. It's just the Taco Bell Eevee is all that is. <laughs> 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 the, when it transforms the sound i'm sorry all i'm hearing melting. a weak stomach so, uh, on on your on, on your end tyler yeah irritable bowel syndrome evie uh that's uh that's <laughs> <so young>. IBS, <laughs> amazing <laughs> okay anyways <laughs> back to the modular segment that right. we completely side we've sidetracked in three different levels of tangents I yeah think. we went from pokemon cars to Card stuff in the wall, and then Pokemon, and then the always go back to Pokemon somehow. Somehow, yeah, somehow. Uh, I personally, I think, uh, I, I obviously I have the, the limited edition Game Boy. I think I would have loved to have some kind of uh, special edition Nintendo sixty four GameCube. Uh, I, I really would like the idea of having the uh, pumpkin spice orange GameCube personally. <laughs> You all giggly over there. What's the, what's the matter? Is it because just, I'm a, like a soccer mom at heart or something? No, I just thought that poke. I thought that pumpkin spice was just a flavor, but then I was like, haha, Pokemon, uh, not Pokemon, pumpkin spice GameCube. We're always coming back. Oh uh, yeah, pumpkin spice GameCube. It's just really funny to me because that also came out before the massive pumpkin spice trend. You know, uh, that is true. I believe so, it came out in like uh, 2002 or 2000. It's like Arrested Development. It was far before its time. Mm. Yep. Uh, do you guys? Uh, I, I guess uh, my other question is, if we couldn't think of anything in uh, particular, is there some kind of system where you would love to have like a crossover theme on it, like? We got the uh, the Destiny PlayStation Four kind of setup here. Uh, is there any kind of go ahead? I, no, I was just gonna say I've never been like I'm a collector. I definitely am, but I've never been uh, interested in like uh, collectors' editions or whatever. But the one console I ever always wanted but never got because of reasons was uh, the GameCube Pokemon XD. Oh mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, like I remember reading about that online at the time when internet connection was becoming like a standard thing, like globally. And then I learned about Gale of Darkness, and I'm like, shit, that looks cool as fuck. I want it. And mom's <laughs> like, no. I'm like, fuck. That that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> Damn it, mom. <laughs> <laughs> that that went fairly quickly. I'm trying to think of uh, anything I would want in particular, but honestly, I'm happy with just having a regular console. Uh, I notice every single time I try to get something like maybe a controller or whatnot that has like a special theme on it of something I like. It looks great, but then I start to notice that the quality of it comes into question. Like, yeah. uh, for example, the the wired Switch controller that has Zelda on it. And the issue is always like uh, with the consoles, like the standard consoles, um, is you're paying significantly more for the same product, right? Uh, which makes sense with collector's editions and, you know, having something right. special. You'd Limited, be like, sure, it yeah. makes sense. But 
for something that's already pretty expensive, like because I have an Xbox and Xbox controllers are generally more expensive than PS4 controllers, like why would I want to pay significantly more for something that does the same job and I can get a regular ass controller for like half this price. And it's but a controller, so it's something yeah. you're meant to touch all the time. Yeah. So yeah. But that's yeah. just from a like me point of view where, you know, I, I'm a student still, you know, I don't work and it's not like I'm poor off or anything, but it's like, you know, it's still like I wouldn't spend that much money unless I had like fuck you money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, you know what? Why'd you buy an island? Because fuck you kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will say that I loved my Destiny edition, my PlayStation 4 Destiny, but I Oh, I you did, actually had that? I had it because mm. it did this thing where quality comes into question where it, after about a, it was like seven or eight months, I want to say, it started turning off and on by itself. Ooh, I actually so, had something similar happen with my PlayStation 4, but with the, uh, the district. It yeah. starts spitting out the game randomly, yeah. freaking the fuck out. And I, I like dusted it out. I opened it up and just sprayed it all out because I was like, oh, maybe some dust particles got in something that's activating something on the circuit board. Right. Um, I just came to the conclusion that it was haunted, but the art on it was amazing. It was so pretty. Um, but I ended up trading in, and now the upside of it being a collector's edition is that I brought it in saying nothing was wrong, right? And I was just what praying that the? when they. When they turned it on, because they always do a reef, they always like do a hard reset it, reset on it, and check all the stuff. And there was nothing wrong with the with the the game files. Like I just brought it back because I was like, I don't want a you know a console that does this, and it's GameStop, so I didn't feel bad about screwing them over a little bit. <laughs> Tyler, um, you can't be upset because you just did something similar too. <laughs> like what? Didn't you go in and say, yeah, it's fine when you traded in for your no, PS4? No, I still have my PlayStation 4. You bought it Because I refused to do... I got two PlayStation 4s, one pro and one regular right now. All right, yeah, we talked about this. You didn't want to do that. And I'm like, you should have done that. I didn't want to do it because I don't want to be a douchebag dickhole. But fuck GameStop. What? Oh, dude, I but, see you bought in your reg- limited edition Destiny 2 console. Oh, dude, seven cents. All right, thanks, GameStop. That was the thing is I got a little more money for it, so I didn't feel super bad. I knew they were going to do a hard reset on all of the information there, so if there was something in the coding, it was going to get fixed. I just didn't have the ability to fix it myself. So, um... Yeah, but I got a little more for it because it was collector's edition and because I pre-ordered it for whatever reason, it didn't actually cost more money. Um, It was the same price as a normal one. And I was just like, why wouldn't I get it? Then? Yeah, sure. Why the <laughs> fuck not at that point? That's like the limited edition D&D books. You seen that? Yo, no. I oh, have boy. all of them. And the first one that came out, which was I, not Xanathar's Guide, uh, Volo's Guide to Monsters. Because mm-hmm. um, they're all limited prints. You just pre-order it at a local gaming store, which is the only place you can get them, as far as I know. Um, and I think that edition was, it's 50 bucks, you know? So it's the same as the normal print. You just have to pre-order uh, at the store incentive to go into a physical locally run gaming store which is awesome but i think it's now worth like 250 dollars holy shitball yeah and it's only like two years old like and so that's one of those things pro tip you're gonna buy the book anyway why does might as well get the more expensive cover you know like or the more valuable cover you know i love collector's editions of things like books and the dream is to eventually be able to buy a regular one and the collector's one and then just saran wrap saran wrap that collector's one and throw it off into a closet and be like i'm not touching it i'm a little freakish about that too like admittedly i like i got twilight princess for the gamecube twilight princess for the wii twilight princess hd for the wii u (laughs) same thing with the wind waker so it's like I, i like having all different versions of it also, what the fuck? Yeah, they're reprinting Tyranny of Dragons with an alternate art, and I was like, damn it. Stop giving me My good alternate art stuff to buy. 
I'm already a Twitch streamer that doesn't have fuck you money. So like, (laughs) so anytime I want to buy something like that, I have to go to my wife and be like, sweetheart, can I have this? And she's usually like, why do you want it? (laughs) And if you want it in a week, we'll still get it. You know, like, because I don't ask for It's like a tattoo, but but it's a limited collector's edition. Yeah. Formal application for getting your allowance a week early. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. Such is the life of a house husband. Which yeah. is my 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 willing, happy, accepted title. So oh, that, that's awesome. That, that's yeah. so much that's my dream. I'll be honest, bro. It's it's pretty great. Just marry rich and just sit at home. Yeah, I'll take care of the kids, dude. I'll fucking fuck, <laughs> there'll be dinner when you get home. I'll fucking rub your feet. Kids will be in bed. We're good to go. Laundry's oh, done, yeah. dude. Fucking I floors are mopped. I got you. Also, can I have that limited edition PS4? Oh, great, cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> It'll help me clean the floors a lot better. You know how much cleaner the clothes are going to be with this thing in the background? It's an inspiration boost. Anyways, uh, guys, we should probably touch on the topic of the show for at least a couple of minutes here. At least. Yeah. At least. So, a lot of things have been happening with Twitch and its streamers throughout the years. Uh, It's become more noticeable, or at least uh, brought out to the media over the past uh, few months, and it's been cultivating uh, worse and worse until uh, a wild event has happened in these past couple of weeks. Right. And Um, uh, as people who stream on Twitch, it's kind of, you know, hits a little closer to home than we'd prefer. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm I'm gonna take a little bit of lead here. Um, of course. I I'm I'm mostly for the I'm, for the most part an observer. Um, like I do stream every now and then, but I've been involved in several communities, and some of the communities I've been involved with, they've been streaming on Twitch for like four or five years now. And so a lot of the things that they talk about, some of the content that they put out, is about the inconsistencies of Twitch. Twitch has grown so quick as a platform, but they haven't accounted for that growth uh, on the on staff. Like in hiring the right people and the the correct amount of people. And so oftentimes they seem to be struggling a lot with keeping up with uh, moderating the site when it comes to questionable streamers breaking the the terms of service. But they also are very flippant in the sense that they'll enforce a set of rules on one person but refuse to enforce uh, the same set of rules on another person. Uh, So I was the one who actually suggested this topic considering that we do have a Twitch streamer, like, you know, at least who does it more consistently than the two of us come on the show. And I'm like, well, it'd be fun to talk about that because we've had uh, the most recent controversies with a streamer named uh, Alinity and her eating her cat into space. Oh my God. Like her cat comes across her fucking- This cat empty. Milo! Walks across her fucking table and then she just chucks him up behind him. And then after that happened, there was a whole like public social media outrage and and then more uh, clips of her coming up of uh, you know, uh, mistreating her pets, uh, feeding vodka to her cats, which is basically her poisoning her pets. Um, I believe she was, and there goes another part of uh, fucking YouTube tearing <laughs> apart its servers again. Uh, I, I do believe that uh, she was gargling vodka and then started spitting it onto her cat's face. No, well, she, they, yeah, she went to give a, 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 her cat a kiss and then uh, she was, uh, you know, uh, dribbling some into the cat's mouth yeah. and you could see a well, visible like reaction from the cat. Yeah, and I think part yeah, of what it too like, is the chat was saying, that's all, they, were like, they were like, that's just water. And she was like, huh, it's vodka after that. You know, yeah. and I think that's because the chat was like, nah, you're just drinking water and saying it's vodka. Um, that's a terrible way to prove that it is vodka. <laughs> and so like, I think two or three years ago, um, there was a similar uh, streamer who also flung her cat aside and she received a two-week ban. Um, but, right. but but now this hasn't happened. 
with all of this outrage no. now. Like she hasn't, nothing's happened to her. And is she the most popular female Twitch streamer, or is she like at least Alinity, she's top no, five? I've, right? I've never heard of Alinity. I'll be honest. I oh really? I didn't even know she existed until this. She has um, so many subs. Oh my but, god. But but like this shit's been happening, and this is the problem sometimes with like <laughs> uh, your, your limelight when you get your 15 minutes of fame, be it for good or bad. Like that's when it makes them become more popular. Right. Mm-hmm. So when when people talk about how Twitch is really for the most part about luck, they're not kidding. Whether it's good or bad things that you do, you're gonna get lucky one way or the other if you just keep at it. Sometimes. Um, yep. So yeah, my, part of my issues with Twitch as a platform is that they don't have any consistency with the way they enforce their rules. Uh, a couple of months ago, they put out a fucking social media blast like we want you to hold us accountable for the shit that we do and now that we're trying to hold them accountable they haven't said anything people yeah. are being banned for questioning uh okay so people are being banned for harassing alinity which i think is fair because you yeah. shouldn't have to harass somebody ever um, no but then the people are harassing her because she's not being banned there's no action she's not facing any negative consequence uh, negative to to the fucking shit that she's done and then once you start looking into it and Tyler's posted a bunch of links here there's a bunch of shit that goes on that Twitch doesn't do anything about right and sometimes um, they overreact it seems oh yeah 100% they overreact um, there was an issue with uh, Tifu. Uh, uh, last year sometime Tifu's chat is very for lack of a better term toxic um, mm. and uh, he's not toxic himself right uh, but, mm. and this was just a phase of time and I think it's much better now but he hosted somebody and then they went into the chat and they started spamming something um, that was perceived as racist and then he got banned from because he was hosting someone that said something racist no so he hosted somebody and his chat went over to that channel and then they said oh. something that was perceived as racist and he got banned from that's so dumb and he was bad he didn't for, say think, anything he didn't do he didn't do anything he's just like yo guys i'm done with stream i have a good day hosted somebody and he got banned because of the actions of his chat God. um some, something similar happened with xqc but xqc has had a questionable track record of being a little bit uh wild with the things he says um and like there have been reports of early on with twitch's you know growth of some staff giving preferential treatment to others because of status on Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if a streamer's gonna be pulling the money, most likely nothing's gonna happen to them, which is why it was a big surprise when Dr. Disrespect got banned, actually, for live streaming yeah. when they did the whole thing in the, in the bathroom. bathroom. Was it at yeah. E3? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just a whole bunch of questionable things but then there's no other platform that allows you for growth sometimes especially when you're established which is i think part of the problem too right what's what's dr disrespect gonna do when twitch has just been fucking him over but now he's like i can take my business to another place but what's the chance i'm gonna get as much visibility right yeah i the whole thing feels just like i hope i never get to a point with my stream that i am that visible I don't know if that makes sense. I don't want to have my actions micro-analyzed. Because I'm sure Alinity has plenty of solid content where she's not feeding cats vodka or throwing them. Um, and I don't know if you saw, but she did uh, issue an apology statement. Right. And that's and I think that's the proper response from her. Don't respond to the haters. Don't respond to the harassers. Say you're sorry and try and do better. Because everybody messes up. Everybody right. does. Um, but I, I do wish that they had more consistent... Because I don't think the terms of service are out of control. I don't think they are. No. But their enforcement of it is just so wavy based on the status of the person. And so for some people like Hassan Piker, who is awesome, or the guy that got a death threat and happened to save the guy's email on stream, like, why are they getting two-week bans, a month-long bans, 
for things like that, and she's, it's just crickets on her throwing a cat across her room. And she's like, oh, I'm not that strong. It just dropped it behind me. And I'm like, okay, but you still could have broken his leg. It just, that's like dropping you off of a three-story building. Even if the cat can do it, you shouldn't just do it for the sake of doing it. Um, so, like, and PETA got nuts about it, too. And, you know, they, you know they'll push for things, so. They get mad. Yeah. They, got, they got mad at people for whale hunting in Black Flag, which is crazy. It's a digital whale. But anyway, like, I absolutely agree. They need to be more consistent on their on their punishment and the responses that they give publicly about these things. Because if they don't do it for their most popular, most valuable streamers, then nobody else is going to feel like they're going to be held to those terms of service. Right. And then they do something way worse and get a year ban. And they're like, what did I do? Alinity threw her cat and right. got nothing, you know? So it's just a recipe unless they're willing to be more consistent for the future to be way more difficult for them. They're making it more difficult for themselves if they don't get consistent. So, yeah. And what do you think uh, they would need to do in order to become more consistent? I mean, the general idea is get a larger staff system to be able to handle it. Maybe yeah. a, a stricter guideline that they can follow by, but... Well, I would think they I would mean, have enough money. They're owned by Amazon. Just hire some more people to pay attention to your stuff or get somebody to code an algorithm to pay attention to these things um, within the context of what's being said, what's being put in chat. That guy never should have gotten a ban for his people saying something racist. He's not responsible for what the, way, the words that they say. So whoever reviewed that is just wrong, you know? And so like when you have people making decisions like that, of course, I think the person that said it should get a ban. Absolutely. I guess it comes down in my head, it's like, when's if you... uh you are harvesting a community of people that are just flat out toxic. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, not to name names, but let's say, uh, Haler One, you know, uh, has his, uh, stream going <laughs> on and, uh, you know, just random people. <laughs> and it's just like this horrific, uh, scenery of people, you know, thousands of them just monstrous. And he just lets oh, it all flow out. And he's like, you know, I'm gonna host somebody with ten views. Her, her, her. My name's Taylor One, and he just, you know, sets loose. Doesn't say a thing, but sets loose all these people that he's allowed and totally said it was okay to be fucking shit bags. Yeah, and just set them loose on somebody. At that point, it is still up to the responsibility of the, you know, the person watching and typing to understand the chat rules of that new chat that they're being put on. But people are fucking idiots. And they are. Some, <laughs> do you blame the streamer for, you know, allowing them to come to their own mindset that what they do is okay, even if it's really messed up? Or is it the responsibility of the individual person? The answer is the person, of course. Yeah. But it's easier to take care of the source of the problem that's allowing it to happen when they think that the streamer has the bigger responsibility. Well, and I think these people are visible enough that, like, if that something like that happens... Um, then it's it is witch's responsibility to go hey not ban the, the streamer but say hey your community was doing some questionable things and if it continues we're gonna have a different conversation because a lot of those guys and gals are partners do you want to lose your partnership over your community shitting on somebody else's channel of course i don't so then the next time you get on stream you're like hey guys Calm the fuck down when I send you over to other people's place. Follow their chat rules. You know, and I think Twitch being, once again, more consistent about just talking to these people that have all this influence is going to make the basis of it. Because, like you said, they have all of this influence and those people are going to do what they say. Like, they, a lot of them are very dronish and they're like, yes, I will do what you say, Taylor One, you know? 
So like they'll <laughs> stop being dicks. You be be a dick in my chat all you want. I don't care. That's what we do here. But as soon as we go raid somebody, support them. We're raiding to lift somebody else up with our own our own viewership, and that's the purpose of raiding. You know, so it doesn't need to be toxic. And to expand upon it, honestly, it feels like the way that we handle, or sorry, Twitch handles this. It just seems so obtuse with the you know the whole punishment system to ban somebody for a week or two weeks. Yeah. Why not just ban their right to host after telling them, hey, the way you set your community on another stream was bad. Uh, yeah. We're gonna you know withhold that right for a little bit. If you can talk people out and you know get it fixed, and if it happens again after you get cleared through, we're afraid that we're probably gonna have to you know withhold your right to host or rate somebody and not ban them for two fucking weeks for something that they technically don't have any direct control of. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, you guys have touched on it. A part, a big part of that is community management and it being on the streamer's responsibility to like sort of cultivate. You know, yeah, sure. In here, we're all fucking stupid pieces of shit. But when we go <laughs> elsewhere, you know, be nice, don't be an asshole. Uh, but then to also answer more on like how Twitch can be can do better is there are partner managers. Each yeah. partner is assigned to a specific person who's going to be there to help them and assist them through uh, through things. Now, from really? sources, uh, yeah. So I I can't from sources I can't publicly talk about i know that there are a lot of partner managers who have hundreds of people assigned to them hundreds of partners yes oh my god yeah that's because too much. because they don't they can't they so they, they just can't handle the load so if you have a person yeah. who's supposed to on a daily basis from nine to five go through all the shit that my 105 <sighs> partners have done you're just oh you're probably going to skimp over some of the details at some point right right just Sounds to like, like get your work done for the law system here jeez yeah. And and for them deci- deciding on on punishment lengths, it really does seem like a roll of the dice a lot of the time, right? Mm-hmm. It, How is that just person like, feeling that day? Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, dude, uh, this guy kicked his cat, but this guy spilled some food on the ground. Let's roll the dice. All right, two days for this guy. We'll give him a year. And it's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's honestly <laughs> what it feels like. Um, mm-hmm. And they're, they're also like, and Glenn, I think you bought this up as well. The terms of service don't seem, they don't seem a dictatorship whatsoever. They seem sensible. They seem reasonable. Um, but there's just no consistency in the enforcement. And I don't know enough of any kind of like how they function to even support, suggest any sort of claim. But if Twitch doesn't get its act together, Facebook is on its heels. Um, and mm-hmm. Mixer is, you know, slowly but surely just plotting its way through and rising up through the ranks. Um, yep. We like in any kind of business setting, healthy competition always promotes growth. But you know, don't worry. In midst of all this drama, Twitch has now launched, I think, unique sub gifting badges. Just, just so you guys were aware of, yeah, yeah. So you can and the stream only thing that might violate all the copyright rules with actual games. Jesus, I, I don't understand (laughs) these guys sometimes. Wait, how do unique sub badges work here? Um, I, I think it's either you can, no, uh, I think it's for the bits. I think you can, because you unlock them in a progression, right? Bit, uh, bit badges or sub gifting mm-hmm. badges. I think it's for the bit yeah. badges, right? So you get 10, donate 10,000 bits or whatever. You have this badge, you, you donate a hundred thousand, yeah. you have this badge. Now you can choose which badge you have as long as you've unlocked it. It doesn't right. just automatically force you to have the current, like highest, the highest one. Yeah. yeah. So they released that a couple of days ago amidst all of this drama without saying anything. So a big part yeah. of that is also that they need to be a little bit more vocal, a little bit more more transparent yeah, be communicative on how they work. yeah um they just don't um and yeah also as, as glenn mentioned the stream uh sub only streams would mm-hmm. violate a lot of the uh, 
uh, the terms of service of individual games, saying that you cannot monetize gameplay of this game. Yep. And purely playing it on Twitch doesn't mean that it's breaking that, but as soon as you're forcing them to be people that pay you, you're breaking that. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. I don't know what the point of that is. I understand I'm, sub chat, sub yeah. only chat, because like a lot of those bigger streamers don't want every brando that comes in to just start saying everything they want. Yeah. Uh, but like, so sub only chats, whatever. And I understand it for the bigger streamers, but sub or like, yes. Yeah. Sub only streams. I understand for some things because we, yeah. we broadcast, we did uh casual master quest on Twitch once. And mm -hmm. I don't know if I told you this Tyler, but within the first five minutes, there were like six people that came into the chat. Cause you're we in the just chatting category before the podcast and talk shows category was there. Um, and yeah. like six people came to the chat, just spamming racial slurs. When the fuck did you do this? What? This was, this was like months ago. This might've been at the start of the year. But it was in the first five minutes, and I banned them immediately. You say Casual Master Quest did this? No, I did it on my channel. We we talked. Oh, this was right. ages ago, dude. Like it, you wouldn't even remember. I'm like, let's try this it's out. Just, we're like, okay. It's so okay. funny to me how the whole world has become just one big bridge, and half of everyone underneath it is a troll. Like <laughs> trolls just exist. Yeah. I don't get it. People literally exist to make other people's lives worse, and that's why, I mean, honestly, if you've been in my channel, like I try to end the stream unless I'm having a terrible day by saying, you know spread love where you are make people better for having been around you or interacted with you we're gonna go raid somebody share love with them be good to them in their channel follow them sub if you want but support other people and so I, I try to keep a general vibe of positivity in my channel because i've seen this just toxic crap all over twitch yeah. and i want to i want to try and foster something better you know what i mean because like Absolutely. all like as much as i love the personalities because i know taylor one and Doctor Respect. <laughs> Some of those guys are—they truly are. Those Dr. are characters. Charismatic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are characters. That's not yeah. really who they are. But the problem is, is those characters foster a community that is inherently yeah. negative. And so, um, I know they're making a lot, a lot of money by being those guys. But I think it's—I don't know. I just feel like it. It's kind of outweighed by, I don't know, I would never yeah. want people to treat others like their communities do. So that's me personally. It's probably why I don't make as much money. <laughs> no, I understand <laughs> because do. it's a little different from portraying a character like that on a different form of medium like uh, like film or television because yeah. there's not as much direct involvement with actual people, right? Mm -hmm. And once yep. you have direct involvement with actual people and you gather a bunch of them who are being swayed in a similar way, it just mm -hmm. kind of snowballs into this huge thing. And it's just very easy to jump on like an energetic yeah. yeah fuck this thing kind of train rather than like yeah. yo what's up guys we're just gonna have a nice calm day today that's yeah. in general that's boring right yeah. nobody wants to stop yeah. by i'm like yeah we're just listening Everybody to some nice yoga music <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly it's just uh, the whole like mob mentality it's like, that people have you ever seen to. um the uh demotivators calendars no uh they're just like things that uh, are funny to say, but they're always negative. Uh, it's like, cause they had the motivator calendars. It's like, it's like confidence, be you, who no matter who right. you are, right. you know, it's Hang got a picture. There. Can't hang it from a tree. Yeah. But my, one of my favorite ones is none of us is as dumb as all of us. And yeah, I, that I speaks to, to that whole mob mentality. None of us is as dumb as all of us. Cause you think okay. about it, every, yeah. you know, every mob is like, for the most part, you take that person out of the mob and you go, why the hell are you guys breaking businesses? Because you guys, you're busting cars and destroying windows because you guys won the NHL cup or whatever. And they're like, and then if you pull them out of that, they're like, oh man, this is stupid. But in the moment they're like, fuck yeah, bust that car. You yeah. know, like none of us is as dumb as all of us. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's important. 
And I think Twitch can do a lot by trying to get their biggest creators, instead of ignoring the things that they're doing that are against terms of service and are creating toxic communities, and by jumping on it now and communicating with them in a healthy, private way, by, like, don't say, oh, we had a conversation with this person. You just send them, you know, call, have someone call them. Be like, hey, you gotta fix this. This yeah. is a problem, and if you influence the influencers because you pay their checks, they will listen to you, and then you can start to foster more positive environments for people to exist in, and this stuff will be less common. Right. Unless, like you said, it could get snowball-y and it could get bad yeah. really quick unless they do something, you know? And also enforcing, like, you know, punishments yes. equally across, regardless of who's who. Because yep. it, I think you mentioned this earlier, too. Like, the moment <laughs> uh, somebody, if you have a partner and affiliate and they both do some, the same, like, equally bad shit, but then the mm -hmm. affiliate gets punished more than the partner does or the partner doesn't get punished at all, then it's kind of like, well, what's what's the point? Right, That's and the point like, of terms of service, yeah, yeah, right. Like you would think that people would get punished equally, but in a in a system where the biggest people are making them money, and they're like, oh yeah, sure, they said this slightly racist thing, but then they pull <laughs> in so many views to our channels. At, like, they our said site. sorry on Twitter in two sentences, so we know they're <laughs> honest about it. Uh, the problem is also like the, uh, witch hunts have now become a thing mm -hmm. on social media, yep. and. I think there are different kinds of um, you have you have forgivable actions and you have cruel actions or like at least in terms of mistakes and yeah. people people do stupid things and we all do stupid things and we need to give people a chance to be like all right yo what I did was fucked up I'm sorry I'll, I'll try and do better and then hold yeah. and then have their community hold them accountable to that yeah. rather than be like yo yo this fucking guy says he doesn't like pineapple on pizza we're gonna fucking kill him we're gonna fucking hold ton him down <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna hunt him down and we're gonna make his life fucking miserable you know it's that's what social media has become too I think yeah yeah no I uh <laughs> I absolutely agree I just think of people like like celebrities and stuff like that that have gone through similar experiences. You know which ones gave a shit about the fact that they were doing something wrong. And that's why I can look at someone like Alinity and she probably feels like an idiot. Right. Because she brought up the vodka thing unprovoked. She was like, that was also stupid. I'm sorry to my community and I would like to do better in the future. I'm always trying to. And then she posted a video of her singing an Ed Sheeran song to her cat. She's like, I promise. This is a positive environment. I love my cat and I don't want to hurt him. Um, and so that's one of those things where you can see that that was two stupid things that she did. She didn't intentionally try and hurt her cat. Right. You know, like she was just like, get out of the way, Milo. And it was stupid, but she admitted fault and she was like, I'm going to try and be better. You know, like it's like Michael Vick or Justin Bieber. As much as you don't like them, they have reformed what who they yeah. are. Yeah. He no longer fights dogs and helps support animal shelters. And Justin Bieber doesn't spit on his fans and writes solid music and is less of an idiot. You know, yeah. and so I'm I'm hoping that these Twitch streamers can like that Twitch can start enforcing it so that these Twitch streamers like Alinity can actually grow and help their communities be more positive. So I think that's gonna be a very, very well informed ending to the top. Oh I'm very <laughs> happy that that was very well spoken of, especially between the two of you. Honestly, it was almost mesmerizing because I wanted to put stuff in, but it's like, these guys are putting very solid emotional points in, and I am eating it up. It's like a good episode of Judge Judy I've never seen before. It's like, wow, Judy. Yeah, like, I've. <laughs> wisdom shook me. 
I might not have any like mo- uh, intention or like ambition to be like a top streamer, but I do want to understand the space because mm-hmm. this is the kind of like medium we're evolving into, like a live content creation interaction, and I do just want to understand it. So I just spend a lot of my time just watching and thinking. Bro, and if you have a passion for that, maybe at some point you go, "Hey Twitch, I know what's going on. I want to help you," and they give you a job. No, nah, I'll start better. my own fucking thing and then I'll just be Twitch. <laughs> there yeah, you go. Just nom 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 nom. Bye Twitch. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff Bezos has enough money. He doesn't need my money, or at least no. he doesn't need the money I'm going to bring in. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, I'm yes, gonna, since you were technically the host for 15 seconds, I'm going to make you double the amount of time that you're doing the hosting. Can you take care of the next section for me? Oh yeah, let me see. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah, just to wrap things up, right? Yeah. Uh, j- or this in gaming section. Like I said, don't hurt yourself. Game releases? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so m- apparently do- today. Wait, not today. The next game. So in what? Is that five, six days? Six days? Madden NFL 20 comes out with perhaps one of the most, um, uh, what is the word? I have no idea. Controversial, uh, players since Michael Vick in Madden 98, uh, in, uh, Patrick Mahomes. What's going on here? He apparently is just unbeatable. There's clips of him throwing, um, a football 87 yards in the air in that game. Oh, wow. Online. Um, and so, like, they're saying he is the next Michael Vick in video game. He's just a, he's a, he's a free cheat code if you're playing with cheat. So. Okay, I, honestly, I was worried you were going to say, like, they introduced the option to where during the anthem you can take the option to kneel or something like that. <laughs> oh my god, Don't why get would they do that? With it. Come on. It's a video game, let him play football, yeah. Dick yeah. lost everything there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mind players kneeling, but it's a video game, we don't need to do that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Press F to kneel, yep. Press F to kneel. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, you want me to keep going? You know what? Sure. I'll let you take this next section. Sweet, yeah. We'll Today in gaming, uh, this day in gaming, it looks like you guys talk about this on a regular basis. Um, Stardew Valley came out in 2016, which is amazing. Uh, Guacamole the Definitive Edition came out in 2015. The Last of Us Remastered, amazing, uh, in 2014. Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 1. Yeah, interesting. I do want to make a point out here that uh, Stardew Valley came out at a different day, date, but it came out for the Macs and Linux. Uh, oh, it wasn't on ago. PC. Uh, it wasn't on like Windows yet. Uh, I feel like it came out at Windows probably like maybe like a month or so ago, uh, like plus three years. But, oh, okay. So this is like a later edition of it that came out for different platforms. But ah. it was Stardew Valley, so I wanted to give it some love. Yeah. Um, and then we have Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on 360 in 2009. Great stuff. Soul Calibur 4, 360 and PS3 in 2008. Mario Golf Toadstool Tour on GameCube. Yes, money. And Diablo 2 Collector's Edition on Mac in 2000, according to MobyGames.com. Awesome. Thank you. That's really cool. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, I figured I'd give it support. Also, Sonic the Hedgehog Whore. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Sonic uh, the Hedgehog Whore? Sonic the Hedgehog Whore. <laughs> I'm going to need that link, um, Tyler, for research Jim purposes. going to be busy tonight. <laughs> Eggman's going to be laying some eggs. Anyway, oh Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 1. Uh, it's happy birthday, 6th birthday to it, when it came out for the Ouya. Ouya? What's Ouya? Oh my don't gosh, worry, it doesn't exist. I'm going to say, don't hurt yourself. <laughs> say, I don't feel like that exists. I don't know what that is. It doesn't exist anymore. I don't know if you're a, a Wii U on me or what. Because is that like a Heya? Like like Outcast stuff? Uh, Ouya? It was a, uh, a very failed Kickstarter uh, video game console oh awesome oh yeah it was meant to design and uh, like bring a console version of uh phone games and whatnot to the picture but it kind of collapsed on itself fairly quick mm. a spark probably reason i haven't heard of it <laughs> yeah. yep. uh 
You can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. All letters, one word. Two times Tyler. Nick, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitch and Instagram at lr11. Um, but on Twitter, I'm lr the eleventh. All all letters. Uh, okay. <laughs> and Glenn, where can we find you? Uh, I'm on Twitch at Razeth, R-A-E-Z-E-T-H, uh, and on Twitter at Glenn Houston, but it looks like Huston, it's a family name, I don't control the spelling. Um, yeah, and I then also, up. you know, you're there's fine, no you're fine. Way. It looks like Huston, but people, you know, it's like, there's Houston Street down here in Hollywood, so people here know how to say it, so I don't usually have a problem. Uh, and then uh, Ready to Roll as well. Ready, the number two, roll R-O-L-E, because we roll dice and we also roll play. Uh, Aha, that's smart! Aha! Uh, big brain galaxy explosion. <laughs> yeah, but that's me. And you can contact us on, uh, you know, if you want to talk to us as the podcast, we are on Twitter at MasterQuestPodcast. Pod, or you can email us at casualmasterquest at gmail.com. Or if you really, really want to jump into all the groups, we do have a Discord, which you can find almost anywhere. Just, you know, look at one of these sites and go find the link, as well as a Facebook page and Instagram page where you'll find separate members controlling you, you know, behind the scenes, and so you'll get different interesting things. But I think that's going to be it. I think this is going to be the show to wrap up the end of season three. Woo! Yes, uh, <laughs> We do. Uh, we take a break every twenty episodes, just uh, you know, uh, read things th- things out, figure everything out. Perfect time, considering YouTube is dumping us. It's, uh, you know, essentially. not by choice. Yeah, not. I say we, we were dropped off like uh, <laughs> uh, kids at the pool, and Dad's getting the milk. And uh, oh man, rough times. Anyways, <laughs> uh, enough of the family history. That was Glenn. That was Nick. This is Tyler. This was Casual Master Quest. And we might not see you next week specifically, unless we're going to talk about some plans. But don't forget to never stop the grind. Until next time, guys. Bye bye. We're not telling them we're canceling Casual. Jesus, right The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelry's Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com forward slash Revelry's Music, or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash buy forward slash 4.0.